Hey folks, welcome to a very special edition of the DC3Cast. I am Brian, with me as always, although tonight they'd rather not be with me, are Zach and Vince. <laughs> we promised this over a year ago, and we're finally doing it. We are watching Watchmen. We watch the Watchmen. So here's what's going to happen. So all three of us have Watchmen, the ultimate cut, the complete story, queued up on Amazon Prime, and we're going to start in just a minute, and we encourage you to do the same, to load up your Amazon Prime or your pirated copy or your Blu-ray copy or however you're choosing to watch Watchmen if you're going to watch this with us. And uh, we'll count it down in just a minute, and we'll go from there. We're setting some ground rules first. Um, any of us can get up and get a drink or go to the bathroom at any time, but it's encouraged to do that during the Black Freighter stuff that was re-edited <laughs> in because, really, who cares? Um, we're including try... you, the listener. Yeah, including you, the listener. Yes, please get up, get a drink, go to the bathroom, turn it off, do whatever you want to do. Um, if anyone listens to this thing in one sitting... <laughs> I feel sorry for you. Yeah. Uh, we are not going to take a break during the show um, unless a break just kind of naturally happens. So strap in, get used to it. Um, <laughs> we're here, and this is what we're going to do. Um, I am drinking some nice Jim Beam vanilla on the rocks. What are you guys having to drink? I'm drinking a uh, Indeed Brewing Company, Company Flavor Wave IPA. It's a local brewery. Ooh, local guy. Mm-hmm. I'm drinking um, some Woodford Reserve uh, mixed in with a little bit of apple cider. Ooh. Fancy boy over there. Mm-hmm. All right. So um, a true Southern gentleman, even. <laughs> even. Uh, so so here's how tonight's going to go, uh, friends. We're, just gonna, we're not really going to be commenting on the movie that much. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I guess we're going to be talking about it a little bit, but I can't imagine us breaking apart this film too much. So, you know, we're going to have some fun. We hope you guys have some fun. This this episode is the first of 2019 for us, so we made it. Congratulations, <laughs> Earth. Um, and uh, this is also uh, our 151st episode of the show. So we just had our sesquicentennial last night, or last week, rather. And, uh, yeah, anything you guys want to say? Any, any famous last words? Um, turn back now. <laughs> Zach? I don't know. <laughs> I already, I've already almost consumed all of my alcohol because we, we've gabbed so much. All right, well, are we ready to start? Yes. All right, we are pressing play in three. Oh, wait, no, I'm not ready. <laughs> So it begins. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now now you're ready. Now I'm ready. Okay. Vince, you have to do nine more tests before we're ready or are you good to go? <laughs> I'm ready. Fuck off. That's okay. that's Patreon content. You don't mention that here on the show. Oh, that's, that's correct. I'm sorry. All right. We're starting the movie in three, two, one, play. Oh, hang on. <laughs> Watch now. There we go. Okay. Oh Sorry. wait, I've got an ad. What? Oh boy. Okay, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hold, hold hang on. on, I've got to watch an ad or something. Okay. Are there gonna be ads during this for you guys? 
I, I hope not. No, I, I don't have an ad. Okay. I started this movie like four times, and then I just restarted it again, and it gave me an ad. Hold on. Pause when it says Warner Brothers Pictures, a Time Warner company. Okay. Like right when it starts to come up or when it's fully visible? When it's fully engorged. <laughs> okay, my screen just turned yellow. Does that count? When you see the logo. Like right before the Warner Okay, Bros. okay, I've got the I've got the logo now. Okay. All right, hang on. Now my now my Blu-ray player is being a pain. Uh, <clears throat> it started fine, but Zach had to go and fuck it up. Somebody here has the digital cursed. Somebody here has the digital download from their original Blu-ray copy and it's working flawlessly. Somebody came prepared. Uh, I was starting fine. Then we had I had to rewind for Zach, and now it's giving me a spinning bar of doom here. Okay, here's what we're gonna do. Oh my god, we're gonna... <laughs> okay. We're gonna start this in three, two. Wait, wait, are you on the Warner logo? Because that's where we are. I will be in one second. Okay. I don't want a single lick of the Bob Dylan song to to for you to be behind on that. Three, two, one, go. Okay. Man, there were a lot of companies involved with this shitty movie. Already one of the best, uh, I'd say, best openings of any movie I've ever seen. Just to, the, to thus far, what has just happened? Yes. Oh, I'm screen. wrong as usual. Oh, man, that color gradient just got so washed out. <laughs> Imagine if it had been that bright the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> so we see the comedian making uh, a beverage of some sort here. A.K.A. Thomas Wayne. Yep. <laughs> A.K.A. Flashpoint Batman. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to fit uh, Deathstroke Bruce Wayne in here somewhere, and I can't. <laughs> Batman 5 Superman. Um, one thing I have to say about this movie is that I pre- – <laughs> except for the cartoonish makeup on Nixon here, yeah. uh, <laughs> speaking from underneath what has to be like 30 pounds of facial prosthetic, um, I think this movie is exceptionally well cast uh, to its credit. I will say there is one glaring omission to that. I you're, you're probably gonna say Ozymandias. I am, yes. Uh see see I well we can talk about that more when he shows up. Yeah. Right now I'm trying to take in all of the McLaughlin group here. Yeah. I feel like every character we've seen so far could be Mike Myers in makeup. <laughs> <laughs> if only. Yeah, the Pat Buchanan, that's straight out of uh, SNL. Yeah. They do. They act like they're in an SNL sketch, right? Yeah, yeah, they do. <laughs> shaking. There's a lot of jowl shaking. The director just did that cool point snap thing. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> Gee, Smith yeah. is playing just stuff. <laughs> He's tuning his guitar right now. Thinking about Gilda Radner. I'm, I'm so quiet right now because I'm frantically searching, trying to remember what... Um, late 2000s pop punk band sang the song Five Minutes to Midnight. Oh. Oh, I don't know. 
I don't either. Doesn't uh, doesn't My Chemical Romance though do Desolation Row at the end of this thing? I believe they do so. that. Yeah. I mean, Jeffrey Dean Morgan in particular is is quite oh, the he perfect is the comedian. Guy. Yeah, he is he, the comedian. Yeah. yeah. What if it had been Jim Carrey? <laughs> <laughs> if this movie had been made like ten years earlier, it would have been. Well, as, uh, remember? Do you guys remember that Tom Cruise was like, uh, he had been begging to be cast uh, in the role of Adrian Veidt for like fifteen years before this movie got made. No, really? I didn't. I did not know that. Yeah, t- Tom Cruise badly wanted to play. Uh, the weirdest, most sociopathic character, I guess, aside from Rorschach, in this movie. Yeah. I forgot that this was that this scene was set to Nat King Cole's "Unforgettable." Yeah, because there's not a there's not a, an obnoxious music cue they don't go for in this movie. <laughs> oh yeah, we'll 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 talk plenty about that. Yeah. Um. One thing I always thought was that these fight scenes were just way too over the top. For now, for these two particular characters, they they are supposed to be something of uh, trained fighters, right? But still, they're like breaking through brick and just the sound effects and everything just don't do a whole lot for me. What about I the mean... slow mo? <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's a. Oh, oh! I got a. I have a fun anecdote about this scene. By the way, when we went, we went and saw this movie in college, and uh, my best friend's wife came along, and had no idea, not had no idea what Watchmen was, who any of the characters were, anything. At the end of the movie, I swear to God, like we're walking out or we're driving home or something, and she goes, "Uh, it was." it was kind of lame of them to reveal who the comedian's killer was right in the very beginning of the movie. <laughs> like she knew like later in the movie, seeing Ozymandias, she knew that that's who was beating him up in this opening scene because, really? because you can basically tell that it's him. If you're familiar with like the actors at all who are in this movie, it's the only one that looks like, like, Adrian Veidt is the only one that looks like it could be this guy who's beating up the comedian. <laughs> I swear so, to God, she knew nothing of Watchmen and yet knew that. Okay, so I, I want to say two things real quickly. First of all, there's way too much of the button, the button in this <laughs> opening sequence, like entirely too much uh-huh. of the button. Uh, secondly, at what point do you think Doctor Manhattan saved the comedian here and brought him to our <laughs> Earth? Well, it was clearly before he hit the ground. But we uh, saw him on the ground. How is this possible, Zach? I don't know. It Two, was, it's alternate divergent timelines. It was okay. during this tremendous Bob Dylan uh, montage here. This is this is literally the best part of the movie. Yes. Oh, literally. Look at it's that the... guy peeking. <laughs> <laughs> it's the it's the best thing Zack Snyder's ever done. Oh, agreed. Yes. And and it's the it's the one thing that like truly captures the tone of Watchmen better than anything else in here. Yeah. Like all of yeah. this stuff. Yeah. I'll admit when I saw this movie, I definitely number one, didn't have the critical eye that I have now. Number two, I had the flu and felt terrible. Um, 
the first time I saw this, but yeah, I was like definitely floored by this opening sequence when I saw it. Mm-hmm. It just does such a nice job of of bringing in the cultural context plus the characters from the comic that the film is not going to take time to delve into, and it just gives you a general sense of the world that this film takes place in. It wow. really sets the tone beautifully. Cool. <laughs> what was that? That photographer. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were doing a Beavis. It was. <laughs> okay. I didn't tell you I'm going to be doing Beavis and Butthead watching music videos during oh, okay, this. Okay, yeah. <laughs> they, there's, uh, so much, there's so much stuff in here that, like, only true Watchmen heads would get, it, too. It, it looks like a like a painting. Damn. <laughs> Imagine... Imagine what if superheroes were Jesus, you guys. (laughs) (laughs) This looks like an Arrested Development bit. (laughs) Not this part, though. Not this part. (laughs) No, no. Him being pulled off? This looks like American Horror Story. Yeah. Oh, I've never know? heard Russia referred to as Russ, Russ. before. <laughs> oh, yeah. It oh, sounds like my friend Russell. If you're listening, hi, Russell Anderson. You have the bomb. <laughs> they used to ha- they used to do that in the papers all the time back in the day. They'd have nicknames for, for countries, and, and Russ was definitely. Mm-hmm. That's, a good, that's a good fake Kennedy right let's, there. Uh, let's shake hands here. Uh, I'll talk about our... Uh, oh, we're doing an impression. I, I was going to do my Bob Dylan impression. You know what would be a better You know what would have been a better song To put over this Joker Man And then on the waters Casting your bread Where the eyes of the idol With the iron head are glowing Distant ships sailing into the mist (laughs) What I was going to say was I do think the show and the comedian Actually at the Kennedy assassination Is a bit much Yes. There are a few things in this movie where it's like... That are a bit much. (laughs) Just a few things. Yeah. (laughs) Where it's stuff that Watchmen tangentially hints at, and then they decide they're going to make it canon. Because it's like, man, wouldn't it be so cool if Mm -hmm. he just can't help himself? Oh, you know there were people in the theater who were not familiar with Watchmen that were like, holy shit. (laughs) Yeah. Wait, was it really the comedian? Um, this is a documentary. <laughs> uh, of course, we would later realize that before Watchmen would make a lot of this stuff canon too. So, I've never read any before Watchmen. I had to read the whole goddamn thing from Multiversity. In the comedian series, there's a lot of Kennedy stuff. Yes, there is. Isn't he like friends with Bobby Kennedy? And they just so, killed those yes. people. <laughs> hey, it's up. Andy Warhol. <laughs> I really wish it was Bill Hader as Halle, as Andy. <laughs> I wish it was Bill Hader as Vincent Price for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was uh, Bill Hader as as uh, Herb, the uh, the old guy, the old news guy that would bash yeah. people with his microphone. Yeah. There Don't he is, think... the worst cast guy in the film. No. If there was a moon landing in the Watchmen universe that <laughs> Dr. Manhattan would just teleport them there, 
<laughs> Why spend billions and billions of dollars on a space shuttle? <laughs> uh, the space shuttle was not sent to the moon initially. Me, me, me. Did you notice the David Bowie and, and Mick Jagger in the back? Of course I did. Did you notice Solid Snake was one of the screenwriters of this? <laughs> no. <laughs> the the voice actor who did Solid Snake in most of the Metal Gear Solid uh, series. What's his name? His last name's Hader, right? David Hader, yeah. David Hader, yeah. Um, okay, my defense of the Adrian Veidt casting. Uh-huh. Um, I, don't, I don't think he's right for Adrian Veidt uh, as we know him from the comic. But I think in the movie... They don't try to make him likable in any way, which kind of ends up ruining the, again, like helping to ruin the surprise that he's behind all of this. Um, but, but they try to make him this very like, effete, you know, like hoi polloi kind of uh, superior guy, and I think Matthew Good really works in that I think he's a really good actor. I think he pulls that off. I just think it's not the right take on the character, but I don't think that's, it just feels weird because the rest of the movie is so reliant on the comic. Yeah, exactly. That to, to just introduce a different character in the middle of it is very weird. Well, I mean, the other big thing that they changed was Vite tangent tangential. So Mm -hmm. that's true. Man, that those effects don't hold up very well. No, they don't. Let <laughs> <laughs> fake newspaper blowing through the no. Well, that, and like, like before that, like the, uh, the zoom and yeah. yeah. And Jackie Earl Haley uh, is great a great casting. Great casting here, but now I can only hear him as the terror from the Tick show. <laughs> I think this is the movie that introduced uh, the idea that Zack Snyder is the best trailer filmmaker in Hollywood. Mm. Like, the trailer for this film was so perfect. It was almost like single-handedly the thing that got me to go buy a comic book. So, I guess there's that. Nice. That's crazy. Well, there's something to be, yeah, there is something to be said for that. All those liberals and intellectuals. What is this, 2018? <laughs> the uh, even though it was set to that weird Smashing Pumpkins B side, the trailer. I still kind of liked that. Oh yeah, I, I don't mind it. I'm just saying it's it's an odd choice, but it's still such like a such a powerful trailer, even with that odd choice. Um. What a looker that Sally Jupiter was, huh? Mm-hmm. I don't know if uh, I don't know if this means a whole lot, but I, I actually do think Watchmen is Zack Snyder's best movie. Um. That said, it's like a six out of ten or something for me. But oh, I, I would I would think that's you'd go at least you'd four go lower. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At least what too high? Four too high. <laughs> four. Oh my god. 
No, oh, I don't okay. think it's that bad. Um, it's not that bad. Um, no, I don't think it's bad. I, 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 yeah. I mean, it's bad if you are looking for very speci- for it to do very specific things in relation to Watchmen. Well, you know why it's bad to me is that the person who wanted to make this film for years was Terry Gilliam, uh-huh. and that would have been at least an adventurous take on the film, even if it failed. It would John- have tried something different. Johnny Depp would have been the comedian and it never would have gotten finished because somebody on the set would have died every five years when they were trying to make it. He's made lots of movies, not just that one cursed uh, <laughs> Don Quixote movie. I know. Yeah. But you're right. It's interesting to think of like who would have been cast in this film if it were made, you know, 10 years before, 10 years after. I know we said Jim Carrey and Tom Cruise would have been the stars. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you think we'll see a, a, another Watchmen movie in our lifetime? Oh, God, yes. I think we'll see another Watchmen movie in the next 10 years. Like a, like a, re, a retelling or like a sequel? Oh. I think a retelling. God, we're only 15 minutes into this and you guys are getting dark. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, we're 15 minutes in? This is going to fly by. <laughs> it always does with my two pals. Oh. Um, I do have to say that they did a a really nice job with the Rorschach mask. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, what was that? <laughs> the cop just trying to shoot him. Well, he's yeah. Batman, don't you know? <laughs> Basically, every character in this movie is Batman. Yeah. <laughs> I, I meant to tell you guys, we should be very, very thankful. Because this film, although this incorporates back in the Tales from the Black Freighter stuff, it did not incorporate in the additional 25 <laughs> minutes of Under the Hood. I, that I was, was there... talking to Vince about that before <laughs> yeah. the show, and I said, let's not bring it up in case Brian wants to watch it. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm so glad you said that, Brian. Uh, under the Hood. This reminds me, I was reading, Brian, I was telling you, I was reading James Robinson and Paul Smith's uh, The Golden Age miniseries yeah. from 1993, yeah. and it is a big Watchmen ripoff, including a character who writes in Under the Hood. It's called, like, Behind the Mask or whatever, but it's basically <laughs> Hollis Mason. Patrick Wilson, amazing choice yeah, for Night Owl. cast, yep. Yep. Yeah, I, I would... Like I said, aside from Matthew Good, I think everyone's pretty perfectly cast. Even like I think Malin Ackerman's a great actress. I don't think that she's as perfectly cast as the rest of the of the Watchmen crew. But I think she does a very good job with it. Mm-hmm. I um, think I think um, Laurie is one of those characters that I think if you I think if you read the comic and really think about it, there there's more to her than it may seem, but mm-hmm. that doesn't really come across it gets lost in the movie, especially among all the other characters that are a little more colorful and get more to do. Yeah. Um it's it's a little bit of a thankless role in that way. She is like the impetus for a lot of stuff happening. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean there's a lot for her to do. Yeah. It's going to be interesting if, aside from the Black Freighter, any of the stuff like we instantly identify as the extra stuff. 
Oh yeah. I haven't seen yeah. this movie since seeing it in the theater. So I, I watched it in the theater and then I watched the director's cut once and that was like six years ago, so I don't know if I can pick it out. I think I've seen bits and pieces on T V maybe, but I haven't you know, I haven't watched it. Watched more than a few minutes of it since seeing it in the theater. Is it just me or does Hollis Mason seem a little young? I don't know. It's just you, Grandpa. Yeah, maybe I just see myself as becoming Hollis Mason in just a few short years. <laughs> see, the this is why Vite works. He's he really comes across as this like uh, mysterious, like Steve Jobs esque figure more than anything else. Whereas in 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 the comic, he's basically like Mr. Universe. He's like he's like Mr. Universe and Robert Redford mixed together. He's um, very likable in the comic until you realize what his deal is. Right. So so yeah, I mean I think they just chose to go a different way in the movie and it was it was weird. If I don't they made it today, he would probably be played by Elon Musk. <laughs> 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 Absolutely. Well, when uh, when Zack Snyder makes his Fountainhead movie or whatever, <laughs> whichever one of those books he's making, maybe Elon Musk will have a role. He definitely will. Human bean juice. Guys, imagine what if you walked into your house and freaking Rorschach was eating beans. I swear, this goddamn button has had more screen time than anyone else in the film so far. But isn't this, that part is accurate to the comics. The amount of button stuff? No, th- no, th- that in this scene. You can't fault him for... Oh, not in this scene. I'm just saying, like, I just feel like it's... Been... They keep zooming in on the button. Yeah. Exactly. You just touched that blood. That's so gross. <laughs> it was human bean juice. Yeah. That makes it sound better. <laughs> Does it? I don't know. Did you guys know that a soy vanilla latte is a three bean soup? Is it hard being this interesting or what? <laughs> wow. All right, I guess I'm done. I made I made it tw- I made it 21 minutes. Brian kicked me off the show. No, I could never. One one thing that was going through my mind when I watched the movie in the theaters was how much somebody who wasn't familiar with Watchmen at all could pick up on the different timelines and the different connections of the characters um, and didn't feel like they were standing outside of a joke that they didn't understand, you know? Now, you saw people who didn't read the comic, so what did they think of it? Well, my my friend's wife, I don't know that she liked it, but she got it. Like, she 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 understood 
the plot, not knowing anything about Watchmen. But but I wonder yeah. if most people had that same experience, you know? Yeah. One of the things I was thinking about when, you know, prepping for this episode, I pulled out my Watchmen graphic novel and just, you know, was paging through it. And watching this now, you realize that the original Watchmen was not a, a visually dark story. Was lots of bright colors, and the movie really, really washes all that out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the comic is basically neon for most of it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's a there's a lot of like pinks and green, bright greens, and a lot of purples. A lot yeah, of purples. Yeah. <clears throat> that Rorschach sure is obsessed with child porn. <laughs> <laughs> Almost, almost as though he would be interested in taking down some sort of secret pizza ring. <laughs> oh, Rorschach would have been a pizza gator. One hundred percent. He may be the original pizza gator. Do you think Watchmen is responsible for the the rise of the alt right? <laughs> the Zack Snyder Watchmen. The Gunga, the Gunga Diner is the is Comet Ping yeah. Pong. <laughs> yep. Uh. It's easy to look at this Rorschach stuff where he's walking around and doing these monologues and think that it's like over the top or something, but really, that, oh, that's the. Oh, here we go. We're here already we go. there. Anybody need to pee? <laughs> so you're saying, I'm sorry, Vince, go ahead. I was just saying, like, it's easy, it's easy to watch it in this movie and think it's ridiculous or over the top, but that part is extremely true to the comics, too. Like, yes. If, if, if uh, Laurie and Dan like breaking people's limbs is way too over the top, none of none of the stuff that we see Rorschach do is. He's actually that character in the comics. Yeah. Isn't isn't the oh yeah, exactly. well isn't the pirate in this Gerard Butler? Yeah. Yep. And, How the and, fuck do you remember that? <laughs> well, I saw his name in the credits, and I was like, "Who did he play in this?" And then I remembered that, or I thought I remembered that he was the the voice actor for the pirate, or for, okay. not the pirate, whatever this guy is. Yeah. yeah, the 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 sailor or whatever. Yeah. Yes, uh, he is. So one of the things I was thinking about too, when 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 like you know sitting down and sort of plotting out tonight, was it's weird to me. Not weird to me. That's the wrong word. Like one of the reasons that the Black Freighter stuff works, if it does, in the original Watchmen, is that you're reading a comic and then you're reading somebody else reading a comic. And I understand that you're watching a movie here, but the kid is still reading a comic, mm-hmm. and so it's weird to animate this to me. Oh, I think it would have yeah, been better point. to show it like as as comic pay or like, as like a motion comic almost, you know, showing panel by panel, watching the kid read the comic. Yeah. But this was back in the heyday of like when the the DC animated film thing was kicking off like mm. yeah. This was like in the first handful of films. Oh, look, there's the first rest of the film. <laughs> Such a perv. Um, um they should have showed him watching it on Zoom. That's true. <laughs> that's very true. Why didn't I think of that? <laughs> 
How many issues do you think the Black Freighter ran? A <laughs> hundred plus a million. Yeah, it was definitely an Azrael situation. Who, who, who would have written the Black Freighter? All right, so is the Black Freighter Robert coming Fendi. out in 1985? Yes, yeah, it was in 85. 85? Len Wein. Uh, Len Wein's not a bad answer. It's also weird how much Jackie Earl Haley was just in that scene. <laughs> I forgot he was that he was in that scene that much. I know. I wonder if anyone saw how many like how many people saw that and was like, "Oh, it's Rorschach." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that guy's Rorschach. <laughs> I, one of the other reasons that Matthew Good doesn't work in this is that he decides every now and then to not have a British accent. And then decides to have a British accent. Oh, see, but but th- again, that's part of the whole, like... I think you're giving him way too much credit here. May- maybe, but but I kind of love the way that, like, you can't exactly... And it's not even British, I don't think. It's like, it's an unplaceable European accent, you know? Who's, who's playing the uh, interviewer right there? Is that somebody? It looks like... Um... Uh, oh, what's his name? Mr. Cotter. Uh, Kaplan. Uh, Gabe Kaplan? Gabe Kaplan, yeah. No, Gabe Kaplan, it yeah. doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> You're high. I wish. Um, You're about to be high on nostalgia. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk amongst yourselves. I'm going to see who that guy was. Is maybe I, the most annoying thing in this movie that they call themselves the Watchmen? Oh, yeah. I mean, absolutely, yes. I also feel like the reason that Matthew Good doesn't work so well here is I don't think he looks... I know he's supposed to be more put together than Dan is here, but they don't look the same age at all. Mm. I'm being so pedantic right now. How many how many thousands of dollars did that fake rain cost, you think? <laughs> I don't know. I can't figure out who this he's probably nobody. If I can find this on IMDb before you can, I'm gonna be very upset with you. Well, I've stopped looking, so Okay. Well Matthew Matthew Good is great in Downton Abbey, so I've never seen it, but I believe you. Okay. I just wanted to say something nice about him tonight. So sure, I like Matthew Good as an actor, just not here necessarily. Mm-hmm. Uh, James M. Connor played Pat Buchanan. Oh, there you go. You're right. I mean, even in this dialogue right here with Dan, he doesn't. He's not the Ozymandias from the comics. Right. You, you want that guy to be like above Dan or like larger than life. And he's not. I didn't realize somebody played Lee Iacocca in the opening sequence, but apparently he did. <laughs> Bad taste from human being juice. <laughs> <laughs> 
And I am I've been scrolling for some time through this uh uh IMDb listing and I'm just getting people like David Bowie and Brezhnev. Yeah, <laughs> clearly you're you're entranced. No, I'm I'm trying to get there. There's just so many people in this in this movie. You're missing Rorschach doing car- parkour. Oh, I'm watching this too. I got both going on here. This is him logging onto 4 channel. <laughs> <laughs> is he yelling hardcore parkour like uh like Michael Scott and Andy Bernard. <laughs> yep. Oh, that's that's unfortunate. <laughs> not not very woke, Rorschach. <laughs> Is there a least woke character in the history <laughs> <Yeah>. of uh <laughs> of of any medium than Rorschach? Why Rorschach is canceled. <laughs> Oh yeah. Look at that big blue ass. <laughs> I have to say the 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 visual depiction of Dr. Manhattan is very good in this movie too, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um I mean, Hey Chuck. <laughs> all the special effects are are pretty dated. But they're not like cartoonishly dated, like that one zoom out was. Mm-hmm. It's weird how quickly uh, technology can change like that. Yeah, I saw a little bit of the first Iron Man movie the other day, and of course, the day that it came out, when you saw it, it was like incredible, and now it's like. <laughs> okay, hang on a second. Yeah. I. I... I hope that we're going to get actual scenes of this. I don't remember. But uh, Ed Metzger plays Professor Albert Einstein. They put Professor to make sure you don't confuse him with the other Albert Einstein. And Albert Brooks' is real name. It's not. This guy isn't playing Albert Brooks in the film. Uh, and also, apparently, Sylvester Stallone appears as John Rambo in archival footage. <laughs> Could that have been one of the movies the comedian was watching in the opening scene? Possibly. If so, that is so on the nose, it's practically a nose hair. Yeah. It's uh, <laughs> yep. fucking incredible. Why do I feel like... Uh... I've, I've got su- subtitles on and it's censoring out. <laughs> Zach is our genital watchdog tonight. <laughs> Why do I feel like Dr. Manhattan has tried to sell me a car before? That was the first sound I've heard from one of your from one of your TVs, by the way. Oh, it's you like, heard that? Yeah, it's fine. All these like uh, tangential scenes, like the stuff with Nixon or this flashback stuff, that's all cartoonish. Yes, all the acting is way over the top. There are a couple of scenes in this film that are almost like shot-for-shot shot recreations of the graphic novel. And uh, the, I, I refuse to the comic. It's not a graphic novel. Mm-hmm. I'm pushing against that. But um, but I feel like the most effective one we're going to see in a little while, which is the one of John being irradiated. Oh, like, yeah. Th- that's an incredibly shot. Oh, scene. yeah. 
Oh man, what? she just wants to bone. He doesn't get it. Yeah. I mean, she wants more than that. She wants, you know, a loving husband and a equal emotional intimacy. And... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, here's 99 left balloons. Mm. Again. Very subtle. <laughs> yep. I like how uh, Dan is practically going to his high school prom here. In the <laughs> yes. <laughs> A song is a banger, though. Oh, absolutely, but totally inappropriate for this scene. <laughs> yeah. I don't think there is a better actor for portraying, like, dreamy dork mm-hmm. than, uh, what's his name? I had it earlier. Patrick Wilson? Yeah, Patrick Wilson. Are you thinking of that one episode of Girls, Vince? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Lena Dunham's canceled, too. <laughs> oh, Sally Jupiter. Did you guys... Either of you guys watch Children's Hospital? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, Malin Ackerman was great on that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess it was probably sex stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, wanted man. to blur it out so I could be hard. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> we just watched the episode of Seinfeld where Elaine leaves the erotic message on Jerry's tape recorder. <laughs> and uh, Dan is basically George right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So if Dan is George and Laurie is Elaine. <laughs> oh, Kramer is Rorschach. Rorschach is Kramer. He's always busted into people's houses. Uh, exactly. Unannounced. Hey, Jerry, you ever think of uh, blood as human bean juice? <laughs> <laughs> My friend Bob Sacamano is possibly ho- I'm not going to say it. <laughs> Thanks for thanks for getting that. <laughs> what did I say like a week or two ago? This was just gonna devolve into Seinfeld Soprano yep. the rest of development. Here's the question. This movie's three and a half hours, right? So cut out the, the 24 minutes of Black Freighter and even cut out the 24 minutes of additional footage that wasn't in the theatrical cut. Oh my goodness, oh. the sounds of silence. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Literally every song is so on the nose, it's insane. Oh, um, but it, it was like not until after this that it really became a meme. So now watching it... You just picture Job? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or old school. Or anything. But anyway, what I was saying was like, how 
how long do you think you would have to actually make this film to do the graphic novel? Fucking shit, I'm going to stop saying that. To do the comic credit, but without being a million hours long. Like, could this be a 90-minute movie? It shouldn't be. It should be a 8 to 10 episode TV show <laughs> sure, created like by Damon Lindelof. <laughs> oh, you guys. Hey, what's Rorschach doing here? <laughs> I feel like one of the... Obviously, it's very, very hard to keep secrets when it comes to movies and stuff like that. But imagine if they didn't say who was cast as Rorschach. Mm-hmm. That could, you could have preserved this for a lot of people. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, even if you knew who Jackie Earl Haley was, you wouldn't. You might not necessarily think that that's Rorschach. At exactly. This, you know. Although. Brian, do you think in Damon Lindelof's Watchmen he'll have the comedian sing Sound of Silence in some kind of oh, God, un- otherworldly so. yeah. alternate reality? Karaoke? Yeah. Nice. Spoilers, yeah. you guys. Watch The Leftovers, you fool. <laughs> I was the, uh, I heard Homeward Bound on the radio the other day, Zach. <sighs> yeah. I got, I got a little misty. Oh, it gets me every time. Jeez. <clears throat> Uh, why don't Why don't you guys just do a, a thirty hour leftovers podcast? Patreon content, baby. <laughs> I said we're gonna do it with, with our wives. Oh, boy, and it's speaking gonna be called reheating the Watchmen. Let me re- reheating leftovers. Sorry. Speaking of things that are taken like way to their extreme, this <laughs> yeah, the like detail in the images there. Yeah. Did did they get Howard Chaykin to draw that? <laughs> Actually, <laughs> kind of looks like his art. I wonder who they did get. Who drew the Tijuana box <laughs> in Watchmen? We're gonna we're gonna find this out. Somebody did. She does not look Wait, 67 years old. I'm 40 years old. <laughs> I also think that oh, we kind of glanced over this earlier. I think that they did a really nice job of capturing how goofy the costumes would have probably looked in the 40s. Mm-hmm. Like everything is really sort of silly looking, except for the comedian's mask, which is like perfectly sculpted plastic. Thank you, Mr. Owl. (laughs) (laughs) Please, my father was Mr. Owl. Yeah. I don't know. Can't find that. Watch some rape? (laughs) (laughs) Boy. This is so gratuitous. Yep. Uh, 
Also, he's wearing a literal clown suit. <laughs> Even if she was attracted to him, this uh, was never going to work. <laughs> Thanks for sending that, Vince. See, yeah. this is really brutal. Yeah. Ugh. And I know this is supposed to be a horrible, horrible act, but but it would be a horrible act if he didn't literally beat the shit out of her first. Right. Or 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 at least you know like. Don't show it to least, us. If they didn't show it in such like lovingly, like look at this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like look at how like the 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 loving slow mo pan. Oh yeah. Hooded justice like a motherfucker. Time for a little hooded justice. Makes me hot. I don't know. I love the old night owl costume. Yeah. But that's that's kind of the problem with with Snyder's camera is that like even when it's trying to show you something or sell you a point that's obviously wrong or negative or misguided it's so like lovingly depicted in a way that's that's totally the same as everything else you know yeah If you like the 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 fight scenes in 300, you're going to love the yeah. sexual assault scene in Watchmen. It's what they're trying to say, you know, which is just I think uh, it's in The Godfather that there's that scene where Carlo is beating up um what's her name? Talia Shire, Talia Shire's yeah. character. Yeah. And like the camera gets kind of knocked off kilter. Yes. So you're not watching it straight on. Like that's a much better way to have shot that scene. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. But this is going to surprise you guys. Zack Snyder is not Francis Ford Coppola. <laughs> Even though in this scene. Well, exactly. Yeah, he's, that we're he's, watching. He's stealing directly from Apocalypse, Apocalypse Now. Now. That was a little bit of kismet there. But it was, and not planned. No, not planned. Kill the wabbit. Kill the wabbit. <laughs> Ah, uh, what's opera, Doc? Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that should be the next uh, Looney Tunes crossover. <laughs> the, 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 Looney Tunes Watchmen. Comedian? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> man, it's not oh, every day you get to watch a Viet Cong literally burn on camera, so uh, thanks, yeah. Zack Snyder. <laughs> This movie is so unrealistic because comedian definitely would have gone on to run for public office. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Good thing we avoided going crazy as a country. 
I feel like Dr. Manhattan would be the Neil deGrasse Tyson of this world, where he would just kill people's fun all the time. Yeah. Like, actually, there is no way Santa Claus could actually get to all the houses in the world at the same time. Like, you know, it just, it just tell you facts that ruined your fun. Yeah. Plus also commit sex crimes. Yes, absolutely. Do you think the comedian walked into, like, the U.S. costume maker's store and was like, do you have a costume that says Daddy Loves Leather? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Fight back. Come on. Drag him. Well, I guess not. Brilliant observation there, John. He's she has this she has the world's biggest belly, and uh, she was pregnant. I feel like that's a really hard line to say without it sounding completely ridiculous, and I I think Jeffrey Dean Morgan pulls it off. Yeah, absolutely. He's really good in this. Mm-hmm. He's good at being dad. Yeah. I don't watch The Walking Dead, but I'm sure he's a fine Negan. Mm-hmm. Well, let me propose that for Patreon content, we watch The Walking Dead and record commentaries. For everyone? We could call it Talking About Walking Dead. Why don't we just watch Talking Dead and record commentary to that? Talking we'll About talking, talking Dead while dead. walking. You yeah. you we talking, go on walks you while talking we do dead? It. You talking dead to me? <laughs> I also like how, you know, if they're modernizing Watchmen, the costumes that they go with are of the vein of, like, the Nolan Batman movies, which would have been the reference to make at the time. Right. Doesn't it look like um, Vite is wearing those goggles you wear in a tanning bed? (laughs) Yep. (laughs) I like watching Rorschach's mask. Guys, maybe he is cool. Were they still called the Crime Busters in this era? I can't remember. I think so, yeah. Well, wasn't it... And wait a minute. Weren't they the Minutemen? You're right. They were the no, that's right. It was the Minutemen, and then these were the Crime Busters. Yes. He's right. <clears throat> Justice... In the form of Superman and Batman in DC Rebirth and Doomsday Clock. I 
I will say this about Snyder movies is that there is a there's an insane level of detail that he puts into this. Like, did you guys notice that his Zippo lighter has Sally has Sally Jupiter on it? Yeah. No, I didn't. Just little things like that. There is obviously a ton of detail put into this. But, you know. It's so I I definitely forgot how many flashbacks just take place over the course of this funeral. Yeah, good call. Oh, what's this, Brian? I'm your boogeyman. Yeah, I'm your boogeyman. That's right. Yeah. Again, probably a little on the nose. This is the least on the nose choice so far. And in any <laughs> other film, it would have been the most on the nose choice. So. <laughs> there he is, Archimedes. Mm hmm. Hey, did you guys know that uh, Night Owl and Rorschach are actually pastiches of Blue Beetle and The Question? What the fuck? Get out of here. Are you reading the IMDb trivia? <laughs> Wikipedia, Brian. Oh, okay. What was, what's the comedian? Peacemaker, is that his name? I believe Or is so. that his character, I think? Mm-hmm. Man, do you guys remember the multiversity... Pax Americana. Yeah. Oh, so good. Did you know that if you took a black light to Archimedes, it would look like a Jackson Pollock painting in there? <laughs> uh. <laughs> I thought Zach would laugh at that one. He's the Come, I chuckled. Coming in, I, I chuckled. in 2019, Dirty Airship. The, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Nijinam Monet joint. That's Jefferson Airship's next band. <laughs> Ah, uh, well played. Wait, do you guys think that the comedian is the boogeyman? Or is vigilantism the boogeyman of America? Ah. Uh. Wait, is it implied that that the the comedian murdered Woodward and Birdstein? I believe so. Yes. <laughs> well, there's the first real lull of the show. <laughs> I just want to know what happened to the American Dream, you guys. It came true, you know that. There we go. Yeah. He's right. You're looking at it, and then it's Trump and Pelosi <laughs> arguing in that meeting today. Oh, he's crying on the button. Those are God's tears, Vince. <laughs> God is also bowling right now during this. How long do you ta think it takes the button to fall through that grave into Batman's cave? <laughs> uh, 
you know, you joke, but if if Zack Snyder wasn't uh, dragged kicking and screaming away from the DC Comics movies, I bet we'd be getting a Doomsday Clock right about now. Yeah, they got to finish the comic first. No, the movie would be which I'm never would, convinced is going to happen. The so. movie would be out before the comic was done. That's probably right, Scott it'd, Pilgrim it'd style. One, yeah. Yes. Yep. This is Moloch, right? Yeah. Who who wrote? Huh? Uh oh. No one who remembers. Oh no no sorry you, you cut out for a second there Zach say it again. Oh, I said who wrote and illustrated the Moloch comic? I'm gonna say that wasn't one of the Darwin Cook ones, was it? No. Darwin Cook was only uh, the Minutemen. Four Watchmen, Moloch. I knew I knew the artist, but I I was I was like unsure. I thought I was misremembering because I thought there's no way they got him to draw a Moloch comic, but oh, they was did. it Roberto Russo? Uh huh. Yeah. J. Michael Straczynski wrote it. Oh, remember when JMS used to do DC work? Yeah, remember when he used to write comics at all? I think it's pretty fucked up what he's doing to Max Headroom right now. Yeah. Rorschach. <laughs> but again, great casting, actually. Yes, yeah. Aside from Ben Affleck... <laughs> I think Zack Snyder has actually cast his superhero films pretty well. Mm-hmm. I forgot that all this Molex stuff happened at the same time. Like th- I forgot that this scene happens, this flashback sequence happens while Rorschach's there. Mm-hmm. I always forget Moloch is a thing. <laughs> Aww. Even a comedian can cry. <laughs> Insert Tony Soprano's sad clown <laughs> monologue right here. <laughs> yeah, how does that go? Come on, you should, you're Italian. You should have that memorized. <laughs> yes, that's true. I am Italian, and I should have that memorized. <sighs> I want to say the movie's a lot more coarse in its language than the comic is, too. Even though the comic does get a little mature. Yeah. Vince, how far along are we? Um, An, an hour. 58 minutes. Wow. And only, only one black freighter interlude so far. <laughs> Those are going to, I feel like they're going to be peppered through here and they're going to be just frequent enough and just long enough to be annoying. But, but then in, in the grand scheme of things, they really weren't that bad. 
I mean, there's 24 minutes of it. Yeah. And we got, like, what, two minutes? Probably. Strap it. <laughs> Apricot pits and human bean juice. <laughs> Even the ears on Moloch are perfect. Mm-hmm. So, uh, an hour in, is the movie better or worse than you guys remember? Or the same? It's about the same. It's the same. It's a 6 out of 10. Maybe. 5, 6, somewhere in there. I'd say 5 sounds a little more fair. Oh man, he's the president. You can't. <laughs> you gotta show some respect. Whatever happened to decency? You gotta respect the office of the presidency. Yes. You don't gotta agree with four terms of Nixon, but you gotta respect it. Ah. You know, I think Rorschach's right. <laughs> I'm I'm slowly starting to turn. Oh no, you all you all are here for when Ben got red pilled. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the perfect encapsulation of Snyder as a filmmaker is that they had to just show all this comedian stuff again. Mm-hmm. We literally just saw all this stuff. And they had to show it again to reinforce the point. Yep. Oh, <laughs> uh, whoa. Yep. Talk about a sad clown. He was probably he was the clown. Yep. Oh, here we go. Roll that beautiful bean footage. Here it comes. Coming on your screen. You get the funniest looks from people at the newsstand. Hey hey, the Black Freighter. We're going to read some fucking books and look at a pirate swimming. Oh, man, look at that transition. Yeah. They should have shown the kid drop LSD and then read the (laughs) That's how it should have gone. Yes, exactly. Then I could buy this. I just don't like the way this is animated either. This is animated like the... Yakuza sequence from Kill Bill Volume 1, but worse. Mm.
And he's just bleeding drool there. Look at that. Oh, I think that's just drool. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Again, a very subtle. This movie is so subtle. <laughs> he's got to bring the tits with him. <laughs> Robin, you're alive. <laughs> you grew some nice boobs too. <laughs> it took over an hour to get our first men in tights <laughs> joke. No one had that coming. Uh, that's a bad movie. Yeah, yeah. We we did a we did a non Patreon content, non recorded. Uh... Just text message exchange about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Superheroes having sex? What? Remember how Michael Douglas said he got cancer from going down on Catherine Zeta Jones? This yep. is the exact opposite of that. <laughs> she got cancer from Dr. Manhattan going down on her. Oh. I don't think she's not yet realizing there are four hands all over her. Yeah. Well, you know, you're in the moment. I often don't notice myself <laughs> when Chad's there. Yeah. Trainer Chad, life's trainer. Yeah. When he's you there. know, the the transition from like the animated sequence like into Scott Snyder's weird like Zack Snyder. I said Scott. Zack Snyder. Do not be smart, our boy Scott. Anyway, anyway, that that transition is giving me like it. It reminds me of things like. Osmosis Jones, or oh. <laughs> or or like, what's that movie with the roosters? Is it Rockadoodle? Rock-a-doodle. Yeah, Rockadoodle. Yeah. Yep. So it's just the the latest in a, in a great lineage of yeah. combination live action animation films. This is Cockadoodle instead. <laughs> oh, you're right. A little Cool Manhattan. World, maybe. <laughs> yeah, Cool World. Oh, Did you pass out, Vince. Uh, yeah, yep. Yeah. I was too horned up. Yep. <laughs> Karnak? The uh, Johnny Carson character? Yeah. <laughs> What's a, a blue dick? <laughs> yeah. Hey. Overwrought film <laughs> and a, uh, a, a, a shitty soundtrack. <laughs> Who's the Watchmen film? Why is Johnny Carson Neil Hamburger? I have no idea. I do a Johnny Carson impression. <laughs> Why, God? Create Why the would Doctor Manhattan want to fuck his wife <laughs> with a double of himself? <laughs> I'd, I'd love to hear that punchline, Brian. Yeah. Well, because it's hot. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, that's that's a good Ted Koppel there. <laughs> is uh is is Dan Dryberg dad bod? Oh yeah. And is he goals? <laughs> sure. <laughs> And Bay. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, man. Man, coming for the rebound. Just after after he pulled the many arms of Vishnu on you. The old Parker Luck. I uh, I feel like in in anything that represents people before like the mid eighties, and I know this is supposed to be the mid eighties. People are always wearing like still a tie at night. When I, <laughs> I go home from work, the first thing I do if I if I have to wear a tie at work for whatever reason is I take that shit off. Well, that's because we're wearing it hours later. That's because we're uh, beta male millennials. That is true. Alice Jones probably showers in a tie. <laughs> I'm forgetting what ladies' undergarments are. I'm getting huge. Like, like we're my wife and I are watching. Oh, um, thank you. Uh, we're watching the Americans right now, and I'm getting huge Americans vibes from this because. Um, it's set in the eighties and And one of like, them was a big blue dick? Well, yes, yep. But but Dan Dryberg's like get up and his hair and everything looks like one of Matthew Reese's disguises in that show. <laughs> That's a joke that only someone who who's watched the Americans will get. But I've watched two episodes of The Americans. There you go. What do you think? It's good, right? It's a, it's pretty good, yeah. I mean it's no leftovers, but it's no leftovers for sure. All right. He's suited up. What is this, remember, 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 remember that suiting up. Yeah. How I miss you. Are you gonna hug it out now? You're you're mixing metaphors here. Again, prop that's problematic. John can just change his skin tone like that. Yep. Oh, you guys know what? Hmm. Apparently multiversity is racist. Oh. Great. Lots nice. of people say that on Twitter today. Great. You wanna know why? Because of the Esquivel thing? Because we like Border Town. Because we like ah. those issues. Before this obviously before this all broke, because we liked it, we're racist, because that's a racist comic. Uh-huh, right, yep. The best thing that happened from this is that uh, somebody tweeted at us <laughs> that um, they they took that, that that illustration that Joe Hunter did of us, 
uh-huh. and said, if they're all about diversity, then why is the picture composed almost entirely of white guys that look similar? <laughs> then there's a larger white man in a dominant position with his arm around one of the two women, and it looks like all she does is not want that at all. And that's Matt Malikoff and his wife. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so I-, I told him he has to change his Twitter bio to larger white man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. I wish I had the time to run around being disingenuous on the internet all the time. Exactly. I just don't have have the time. If this movie was made in 2018, Tucker Tucker Carlson would play that. uh... (laughs) That kind of looked like, yeah. 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 He's got to make that face where he looks absolutely stumped by pretty much anything anyone says yep. to for us to be certain, but Yeah, that's that's very Carlson-esque. <laughs> That's that's a normal thing to say. John's having a normal one up there. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness! Why? I don't get. Yeah, this is this is insane. Yeah. <laughs> when you when you're making this movie, doesn't somebody go? Oh wait a minute, we're wait, we're making a Watchmen movie, right? Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, you, you know, Titans is also a thing now, so. Yeah. By the way, you guys, there's a couple good episodes of Titans. Really? Yeah. I mean, I think overall it's not a great show, but the Doom Patrol episode's good. Uh-huh. And the oh Donna Troy. Sorry. The Donna, the, yeah. <laughs> the Donna Troy episode is good. Jesus. I totally understand if this was Rorschach fighting right, right now, yep. how he would do this, but there is nothing in either of these characters that would lead you to believe they would just be willy-nilly breaking bones. And not just breaking bones, like permanently disfiguring people. Mm-hmm. Also, I don't think it really works intermingled with the Dr. Manhattan questioning here. Yeah. I don't... Tonally, it's not really... It doesn't that, make sense to me. In the comic, does it happen that way? I don't know. I think so. If it does, it's not as it's not as back and forth as this, I don't think. I could be wrong.
Oh, she still looks good. Yeah. Now, forgive my forgetfulness here. Is this supposed to even be in plot? Because they eventually sort of poke holes in this theory and say it's the government trying to use him, right? With the cancer stuff? Does I think so, yeah. That, do you think that they actually gave her cancer or they had her pretend she had cancer? I don't know. I don't remember. I think it's too... I don't know. Unless there's something explicitly said, I think it's a little too convoluted to say she is pretending she has cancer to... I don't know. Yeah. I don't remember, though. Brian, I wish you hadn't told me about these comments because now I'm reading them. No, don't do that. I read it. On our Twitter, you mean? That's all... Those are just disingenuous people that don't... They're... That don't make a good faith argument and have no interest in doing so. Oh man, like the multiversity, f- part of the golden age where nothing is rated less than nine out of ten. Have they listened to the DC three cast? <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> I don't want them to. We are dating this episode, by the way, even though we're gonna it's not gonna air for almost a month. Ah, whatever. We're all going to die of heat death here pretty soon, so... That is true. That is true. Hey, look, Wing was there. Ah. The New Frontiersman. Is that like, um... Uh... Is that like Reason.com or like, uh... <laughs> what's the one that Bill Crystal writes for? The, the, the New Standard or... Yeah. Oh, we're back to the Black Freighter. The weekly stand. My wife, my daughter. <laughs> oh man, that lip syncing was really bad. This is like flash animation. <laughs> bedroom, that... bedroom, 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 mushroom, mushroom. Speaking of um, dating ourselves, you know, Evangelion's going to be on Netflix here in a couple months. Yep. That is a show where you really appreciate. Oh, like... look at that! The the oh, yeah. God damn! What could it mean? <laughs> um. <laughs> That's a show where you appreciate the hand-drawn animation kind of right before all the computer generation stuff started. Yeah. Um, you watch, like, the, the DC animated movies now, and some of them are better than others. Some some of them actually look nice by this point. But, God, some of those early ones are really oh, rough. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Human bean juice. Yeah. I'm going to say that about two more <laughs> dozen times, so... All right. In uh, in honor of our pal Leo Johnson, I'm gonna get a glass of water and a little Debbie's cake. <laughs> so I'm taking my first break of the night. In honor of Leo Johnson, I'm gonna say this is Guy Fieri, and we're rolling out looking for the best human <laughs> bean juice joints. All right, bring it back. Enjoy enjoy the movie, guys. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know the other thing about this Black Freighter stuff is that it's. It's incredibly unclear, I think. 
again, like they just had had to do that. It's incredibly unclear, like the thematic elements that this shares with the Watchmen movie when compared uh-huh. when compared to the in the comic where it's already a little obscure in the comic, but it's just thematically so much more fitting, I think. Yeah. I don't think anyone who's watching this can will be like, oh yeah, this is uh I I wish this had been in the theatrical release though. <laughs> just, just a bit. Hear the squirming in the seat. Just to just to mess with all the all the normies. Yeah. What the fuck is this? <laughs> I didn't come here to see no cartoon. <laughs> That the the Rorschach. Now it's been like a year since I've read Watchmen last, but the Rorschach sale is not a thing in the comic, right? I don't see how it can be. <laughs> I don't remember. I it could be. I don't want to make fun of it too much in case if it is. In case it is, I would feel the same way about it whether it is or not. I think. Yeah. Let's go to the old pal Google. Oh no, you know what you know what the sale is much more like in the comic? What? It's a yellow sail with like a big red blood splotch on it, so it's a lot more like the smiley face. Oh interesting. Oh uh, yeah, now I'm yep, now I'm remembering. I took my sweet ass time and we're still on the stupid sequence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> This is just all gross-out section. Have you ever been so excited about a current event you just tell it to random people on the street? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, when the Packers won the Super Bowl, I was uh, running around. I was nude, too, so... Obviously. <laughs> that was a really weird that the, the tube TV effect. Yep. That looked really funny. What are they doing on Mars? <laughs> Hey, this is like that famous meme. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm tired of these people. I like the I like this sequence. I think this is one of the stronger parts of the movie too. Well, it's one of the best issues too. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Aside from the opening credits, this is the best part of the movie. Yeah. It's it's funny. It's it's the strongest part of the movie, I think, aside from the credits. But it's also one of the big glaring parts of the movie that kind of reminds you why the comic book is special the way it is. 
Agreed. You know, yeah. just the way that the time the time sequencing works out and the you depiction can't do the back and forth as well. No, you can't. I mean, you can, you can try to accomplish it through flashback and through slow mo type things, but you're you're never really going to create the same effect. Is that Buster Bluth pretending to be in a coma? <laughs> coma. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> Do you guys remember when Billy Crudup was going to be Barry's dad in, yep. in the Flash the DCEU? Movie? Yeah. Well, I mean, he still is, right? Like, no, I think he, I think he like officially left the project. You see him for like a second though in Justice League. You oh, do, do you? you do. Oh, yeah. He puts his nipple on the glass like Jim Carrey and Cable Guy <laughs> when he when they're at the prison. Yeah, he, he's I definitely totally forgot oh, about that. Billy. Thanks, Ryan. You reference the cable guy. I'm gonna go. All, I'm gonna whole hog yeah. here. My uh, my nephews went to medieval times in Chicago, and I I said, "Welcome to medieval times." And he didn't get it at all. No, they didn't. That movie might may as well be a a hundred year old silent film yep. <laughs> for them. Yeah, Billy Crudup's in Justice League for like thirty seconds. If but that. He, he's in there though. Yeah. Billy Crudup is not quite John Ham handsome, but he's not that far away. He's friggin' handsome, man. That's what I'm saying. He is, you know. Yeah. I mean, I he's up there with John Ham. He's they're they're equitable to me. And they and like I referenced earlier, they both try to sell me cars on TV, like basically every Sunday when I'm watching football. John Hamm's voice is on all the what Mercedes ads, and Billy Crudup's is on Audi or something like that. I have no idea. I don't care for cars or football. <laughs> you don't even care if they cancel sports. I know that's wild. I know it's wild. <laughs> Uh, did you ever see 20th Century Women in the movie? I don't believe so. Billy Crudup plays like a hippie carpenter in that. Okay. And uh, he's very charming in it. That's a movie from last year that was very good. Okay. I'll always think of him as Russell Hammond from Almost Famous. A very similar looking character in this movie. It's like if he... Kind of bombed out of the music industry and then. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Guys, this he, sequence he, looks visually just amazing, even still. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's a really well done yeah, representation is. of that. I think he's the watchman, guys, <laughs> that they're talking about. Did I tell you guys my Doomsday Clock promotional watch broke? Oh. No. Yeah. You should get John to put it back together. Jeff Johns? John Osterman. Okay. This is gross. Jeff John Osterman. Yeah. This is the share zone right here. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're right. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
I mean, you pretty much, if you take anything that Rorschach says and put it next to <laughs> a skeleton, it's to share zone every time. It's sort of crazy this is the first real dick shot we've got in the whole movie. We've seen the dick earlier. But it's just kind of little bits here that this is the first, like, full-on <laughs> dick shot. I'm surprised they just don't do, like, a full pan, like, across <laughs> the crotch. Yeah. Okay. With with Zack Snyder whispering, do you get it, please? Yeah. <laughs> Superman is real and he's American. Did you know that? I did. Ah. I thought it was, he was named after the city. Then he'd be Dr. New York. <laughs> Dr. New York. Dr. 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 Oh, Dr. NYC Guido voice. Yeah. <laughs> Salute. Yeah. Happy fourth birthday, but also 9-11. <laughs> Why'd he draw a nipple on his forehead? Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit, guys. Breaking news. Oh, no. The CW announces for fall 2019, Crisis on Infinite Earths crossover. Oh, my God. <laughs> I will so not watch that. Oh, no. I will watch it. Did Smallville come back? Supposedly, they reference a major Smallville location, but they did not bring characters back. Is it oh. Smallville? <laughs> <laughs> Vince whispers to date while watching TV. That's Smallville. <laughs> oh, talk about bean juice, America. Oh gosh, that's the other thing. They had to make this part as like uh, gruesome as possible. Look at that fake dick cavit there. Yeah. In uh, in current continuity, that's actually Rick Cavit. <laughs> the dumb joke. Talk about dating our show. Yeah. Afraid and worried. A deadly combination. God would never have sex, for one. Um, have you heard of Jesus? <laughs> I'm sorry, that was semi-blasphemous. Zach, oh, if, 20, no, if 2014 to... Zach could see you now. <laughs> He'd be proud you've come to New York City. He'd be appalled at your potty mouth. Appalled? Yeah. Oh, boy. 
Hell hath no fury, am I right? Mm-hmm. She's right, though. John sucks. Oh, he does, yeah. But when does he suck? Does he <laughs> suck now? <laughs> what is now? He sucks. He sucked f- 15 minutes ago. He sucks in 1970. 30 minutes from now, and I'm sucking. <laughs> uh, you kidding me? You think I would give you my entire plan? I sucked 30 minutes ago. <laughs> when John nuts, but 15 minutes ago, he's Part's cool. Sure. <clears throat> what do you mean, sure? It yeah, is. Sure, it's fine. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> this is the part that I always remember from the trailer. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's deep. Hmm. <laughs> Bra. Hmm. <laughs> I like how he still likes ping pong. Yeah. <laughs> well, I wouldn't let him win at ping pong, and <laughs> we know how he gets. <laughs> Are we, are we supposed to believe that Dr. Manhattan is the Forrest Gump of uh, his time? Oh, absolutely. He met Kennedy. Yeah. He told JFK that he really had to pee. He did. That uh, that guy on the on the right, the little lackey, he looks like he could be Slade Wilson. Mmm. Batman very Superman. Yeah. The, the plot thickens. Batman 5 Superman. I bet Christopher Priest could do a pretty mean modern take on Watchmen. Ooh. Ooh. I like that. Uh, to his what? Again, like everybody in the theater at that moment is like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> that guy's on something. What's he on? And we Side- the guy who just said Mars. Oh. We can't rewind without messing everything up. He's definitely <laughs> on something. 
Was that supposed to be Kissinger? Yeah. Yeah. Pardon me, I have to go bomb Cambodia. <laughs> Man, even back then they were pushing Doomsday Clock back. <laughs> <laughs> He's ba- Nixon's basically Jimmy Durante from Frosty the Snowman. <laughs> yeah. Gigantic yeah. nose. Yeah. And you know, one day when we wish Dr. Manhattan will come back, he'll be here for us. He's always here for us. Ha cha cha cha. That's good. Don't cry, kids. He might be on Mars, but he'll return one day. (laughs) I got an itch here. I can't scratch. Any one of you kids want to help me with that? (laughs) Never tell me the odds. Sorry, Brian. The coastal elites. They can go. Sorry, Brian, for what? The East Coast, it's gone. Oh. Oh. I'd rather be dead than live in Wisconsin. Hey, yo, hey now. I forget what the movie's called, but when I was a kid, I was watching, uh, it probably wasn't Turner Classic Movies, that probably wasn't a thing when I was a little kid with my dad, though. There's a movie about, um, it was made during the 60s, I want to say, where the uh, the U.S. accident, like a, a bomber goes off course and accidentally bombs Moscow, and uh, as like a compromise, the U.S. announces it, it will bomb New York, like to... Uh, to essentially make up for the uh, the fuck up, and as a mm-hmm. kid, that scared me half to death. Isn't that uh, failsafe? Is that what it's called? I think so. Yeah. Henry Fonda, Walter Matthau. Sure. Yeah. Can can uh, Lori go like five seconds on the camera without beating the shit out of somebody? I like it though; it's good to me. Man, you know who else wears a purple suit, Vite? Oh, the freaking Joker! Ah, I was afraid that's what you were gonna say. Yeah. John Kasich there. Yep. <laughs> what if Doomsday Clock ends with my getting jokerized? <laughs> From your lips to John's ears. <laughs> the Batman who flexes. <laughs> Mm, he's like the freaking Batman. Mm. 
Do you remember who the smartest man in the DC Universe is? I know Mr. Tr- Mr. Terrific is the third smartest. Right. Yes. Do you remember who the first two I are? I think it's Bruce, right? I don't think so. I don't think he's in the top three. I thought he was number n- number one. Yeah, I'll look it up. I, th- I thought it was Bruce Lex, Mr. T. Hmm. Well, now where does freaking Ozymandias rank? I thought that was something Doomsday Clock was going to answer. I thought they were going to all just sit down and take a big test. <laughs> and then we'd know. Figured that'd be like issue two or three. Okay. I This is from Comic Vine. So, you know, the list should be a 10 out of 10. Yep. Lex Luthor, Ray Palmer, Mr. Terrific, T.O. Morrow, Toy Master, Professor Ivo, the Brain, Ted Kord, Dr. Savannah, Bruce. Ah, uh, interesting. Okay. <laughs> we are suffering for our art. <laughs> You're looking at my tweet now? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh man, so we're about Adrian... to get that that part where he just like does that thing. I just always remember this scene from the trailer too. Oh yeah. So Adrian Veidt is definitely Jerry, though, right? I mean, probably, probably, and and Larry David is Doctor Manhattan. <laughs> This guy is Marty Funkhauser. <laughs> oh, oh, come on. Oh, this is no new. Oh, no my gosh. Man, is that some director's shit? <laughs> I wonder. I feel like that was not in the real movie. Oh, I think it was. I think it absolutely was. Yeah, that right there, Zach, right? Yep. That's the scene. Yep. Mr. Bubble he sent him. Looked, he looked like Ernest P. Worrell. <laughs> hey, Vern, who sent us? <laughs> I'm buying the cyanide capsule, Vern. Why the ultimate cut, Jamie Carr asks, because it is the longest one. <laughs> it's perfect. It it really goes to show that uh, we're complete fucking idiots. Yep. Hey, we at least didn't find a fan edit that brings back in under the hood, okay? <laughs> Oh, I've been meaning to ask you guys then, as long as you bring that up. When are we going to watch the secret Snyder Cut that we've been given as part of uh, Ooh, the yeah. DC media coverage, guys, that we're not allowed to to leak? Um, 
I mean, I think I have, I think I have two words for you with that, Vince. <sighs> Patreon content. Oh, oh. No, we're we're just gonna Martin Shkreli that. Mm-hmm. Good call. It's so good though. Like you've watched it, right? Oh yeah. It's so much better than than the Joss Whedon cut. See, I actually have it playing on a constant loop in my house, and when visitors come over, I let them watch one frame of it and then I turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> Even in that one frame, it sort of drives them insane, and they need more. But I, I don't give it to them. Damn, look at you getting off on being withholding. (laughs) If I were the crook, I'd be like, why are you narrating everything I'm saying, I'm doing right now? I, I don't remember that in the film. Maybe it was there. Happy Harry's. Oh, there's that panel from the the um revert the uh, yeah. What do you call it? The symmetry issue. Mm-hmm. Tiger. This scene has been in every movie ever. <laughs> most famously, not, or not most famously, in my favorite version is from Johnny Dangerously. The not, vehicle. not Ace Ventura Pet Detective. Nope. Oh. Man, poor Moloch. Guys, would you say that in this scene, uh, if you had to accurately describe what it was like to be Rorschach, you would say, bitch to be him? (laughs) Man, what a damaged individual. I feel like that guy is one tweet away from telling you that actually the ultimate cut is not the superior cut of Watchmen. Is there a superior cut? And you're only diluting your experience. Is there a superior cut? Are you talking with me? (laughs) No, there's not. (laughs) Be mad all of a sudden. Be mad online. (laughs) Oh, I remember this from. Was this in the trailer too? I believe it was, yes. It was definitely in the trailer, yeah. I've seen the trailer maybe ten times as many times as I've seen the movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there were also all the the perfect character posters, remember? Oh, yeah. Weren't those... Correct me if I'm wrong, but did those have online motion post, poster like components 
that I, tracks. That, that feels real, yes. I could be completely making that up, but I feel like I remember that. And Warshak just can't be shot. Yeah. Again, he's fighting like freaking Batman. Here it comes, guys. The biggest reveal in the movie so far. It's the fucking sign guy. What? <laughs> guys, I actually, that, I actually do that all along. That Beto? <laughs> <laughs> How far in are we, Vincey? We're exactly halfway. 147. Oh, man. I'm living on a prayer right now, guys. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, man. Little do they know they're all in there with him. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, isn't he Rorschach? <laughs> Later? No. No, it's, it's the, the it's the doctor's kid. Yeah. I thought this was the doctor's kid. I thought that was the whole thing. I thought he like saw them fighting. No, because we see him die. Don't we? You're right, he was that? in the car. Yes. You're right, the son was in the car. Okay. For some reason I thought that like he saw them fighting on the street when all of that happened. Uh they were fighting on the boat. On the boat? <laughs> That's a Tom King band. Oh, just take right. just take oh my out gosh. Of oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Well played. All right, I'm gonna run and get some get a drink here. Okay. I mean, I. I said before that this should be a comic, not an animated film, but this would be even more insufferable as a comic in this in this movie. Do you remember when DC like first started getting into motion comics and they made a Watchmen motion comic? Yep, that is also on Amazon Prime. Oh man, next year. This animation is really bad. It's not great. Probably didn't have the largest budget. Right. They had to pay Gerard Butler $8 million to do the uh, voice for this. That's why. Oh, man. I feel like this flashback didn't happen in the comic. Do you remember this, Zach? Definitely didn't, no. Oh, man. I knew I recognized that voice. 
The the dead guy is uh, Jared Francis Harris, who was Lane Price on Mad yeah, Men. Yeah. Jolly good. Folks, I know Vince is away, so I thought Info Rorschach would step in here. Tell you about what a wonderful movie you're watching. Uh, you just missed a great bit of trivia from uh, Zach. That uh, Lane Price is the voice yes. of the... Yeah. I heard that. Okay. Info Rorschach heard that. I was going to say. Does he also uh, commit suicide by... Or try to commit suicide by shoving a hose into his tailpipe and yes. having the jagu- Jaguar fail to start? Yes, but eventually he hangs himself in front of a Mets pennant. Yes. Um, guys, do you get it? It's Rorschach. Oh, Rorschach test. Yeah, looking at a pretty butterfly. Yeah. <laughs> I see my mom doing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. And then he went on to write that Sum 41 song. (laughs) (laughs) The one that echoes fortune, fortune, Build bean juice on myself. <laughs> Where should I just punch the guy in the dick as like a preteen? Yeah. He's like gonna bite his ear off, right? He's gonna be like a cheek. Of- oh. oh yeah, yeah, of course. Why not? Jesus. <laughs> I like how he sees all of that on that one. I thought it looked like Daniel, but there was just the clouds <laughs> in my eyes. Jeez. Wow. Fat shaming. Again, just not. Rorschach would not fit in these times. No. He wouldn't make it. The least woke character of all time. I feel like uh, this doctor, if there was an SNL sketch about Watchmen, be played by <laughs> Keenan Thompson. I feel like Keenan Thompson has that little mustache and half his sketches. Uh-huh, yeah. Right? Keenan Thompson is legitimately one of the best cast members. I, I, he's very good. I don't know if I'd call him one of the best. I mean... Oh, he's. I think he's definitely one of the best. I mean, he's no David Koechner, guys. You know, he's no, I'm, I'm talking about. I'm, I'm talking about like current totally cast. Kidding, totally kidding. Oh, okay. oh, current cast, oh, absolutely yes. Yeah, I think you're talking all time. He's he's one of the few cast members that can make me laugh by doing nothing. You know, sure, nothing on script. Just he could wing it and make me laugh. I feel like he should get uh, in the SNL Hall of Fame. 
for what's up with that alone. Oh yeah. I can't wait until he till he retires and they do one last what up with that, which they haven't done in years. But you know they're gonna do one more. And you know, bring back everybody. Everybody Sudeikis to run, Lindsay yep. Buckingham to not be the guest. Yeah, yep. Bill Hader to be Lindsay Buckingham not being the guest. Right, yeah. And the real Lindsay Buckingham. Yeah. And maybe the other members of Fleetwood Mac who he sued. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Zach Galifianakis playing a little piccolo. <laughs> He's the one guy I can remember who was in 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 one of those sketches. Yeah. Rorschach remember when? Dogs fight. Remember when John Hamm was Sergio? <laughs> I do. Remember John Hamm's John Hamm? <laughs> if it looks like Ham, don't wipe your ass with it. <laughs> I ever hearing an interview with John Hamm where he said that, shockingly, Seth Meyers wrote both that sketch and Peter Sarsgaard's Sarsgaard. <laughs> The Sarsgaard one is more impressive, I think. It is. That's... It is. Who wrote Hammond Bubbly then? It's probably Seth Myers again. But... Oh, Michael Bublé. What's going to happen, guys? Nothing. Oh, damn. Just the golden age red golden age red tornado is all. <laughs> hey, it's that dog you saw. This is just like the 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 scene in the Batman Begins where everybody's like well, he's like, Where's 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 Batman? Where's Batman? And then he's like, I'm here. Yep. Just like that. Just like that. And the scarecrow says the Batman in a really weird way. The Batman. I think this scene might not be in the original cut. Uh, I'm pretty sure it, it was. It was. It was. Yeah. Totally. With the dog. Yeah. Cousin Eddie here. <laughs> to be fair, his shitter probably is broken. <laughs> full. Oh, full, sorry, yeah. Oh, what are you gonna do with that? If you if you dent my metal plate, my part won't lay right. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done, Sam. Oh you weren't kidding. <laughs> this part is not looking right. Ooh. Yep. Yeah. Because why not? See, I don't remember this sequence being so long. I think I do. But this is just like every moment of violence is like five times too severe for what the 
yeah. what the original context should have been. Because remember how we were saying, like, if Rorschach were, were breaking guys' arms in the alley, that would be fitting? Right. But then, of course, he doesn't just do that. He hacks at a guy's head, like, right. Times. It's just escalation. It's like, because... <laughs> Because Laurie and Dan are doing this. Yeah. We have to make him, yeah. Those fries actually look pretty good. Prison seems cool. It's a quote Mickey from Pee Wee's Big Adventure. You have to work out, lift weights, watch TV, lift weights. <laughs> I'm too afraid to watch Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Scared about Large Marge? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Scariest thing I've ever seen in a movie. Just wait five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> See? <laughs> Is that he a realistic will... reaction to having boiling oil on you? I don't know. That's a real extra that they paid to do that to. <laughs> They couldn't get the CGI right, so they just had to do it to him. Yeah. They gave him a uh, pay and a half for that. It's almost like that scene in Kingpin where he throws the hot coffee on the guy. Yeah. <laughs> we don't talk about Kingpin enough. Has one of my favorite lines in film history. What's that? <laughs> he falls and he says, I think I tore my sack. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then Randy Quaid says, "What did you say?" He goes, "What do you think I said? I think I tore my sack." <laughs> Fucking brilliant. That's <laughs> Jonathan Richmond in the movie. It's great. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, we're getting we're getting dangerously close to the worst music usage in the film possibly oh yeah oh i hate it it would have been 10 times better if they would have used the jeff buckley version <laughs> or the uh I thought get... right doing the jeff buckley version yeah i thought you'd get more mad at me saying that brian no, I knew you were joking. I said that just to just to troll you. No, I'm cool. I do like that version better. Jeff Buckley version? Yeah. It's better. That's why. Well, there you go. See, I think that one of the problems with doing this as a film is that the space between seeing characters feels longer than it did. Even if you don't see a character for a full issue of a comic, Mm -hmm. it's not as noticeable that you haven't seen a character in that long. It's been a long time since we've seen Dr. Manhattan. There was a huge swath of time before we saw Vite again after that sort of, after the funeral. Yeah. It just feels more, uh, it feels like a very long time between seeing people. Right. And again, if you're not, if you don't know anything about Watchmen and you're watching the movie, do you even remember what Adrian Veidt's deal is by the time you see him again? Right. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know, 
when you don't know anything about Watchmen and you're Watchmening the movie. <laughs> Who Watchmen's the Watchmen? Watch me, Watchmen. <laughs> the other thing about the sex scene is that, like, again, in the comic, it's fairly short. Uh-huh. In the movie, it just goes on and on. And, like, on the page, you see a couple panels. Okay, you realize they're having sex. In the movie, you've got to watch, like, two actors actually pretend to have sex. <laughs> and then, like, it just, it makes it a lot more awkward. Yeah. But not awkward in the way that, like, these characters are supposed to be sexually dysfunctional, you know? I don't know. It, the whole thing is just a weird tone set. Conversely, I think the scene where they do like the uh, nuclear explosion where they're both naked is really well done in this. You know what I'm I, saying? I, I don't remember how that scene goes in the film, really. So, well, it's just like the long. comic. Okay, it's basically like shot for shot. You guys decided to see Patrick Wilson play Ocean Master in a few weeks? Yeah. Yeah, I'm actually, oh, God, against my better judgment. I'm excited. Are you, are you excited? Yeah. I'm very disinterested. Uh, Multiversity gave it a good review today. I saw that. Why are, you, why are you very disinterested? I just could not care less. It just feels like a big also ran, like coming in the last week of the year. Uh, well, that's Oscar season, baby. Uh. <laughs> Does Dan Dryberg ever utter the line so impotent in this? <laughs> I don't think he does. Oh, so impotent. <laughs> oh, look at that hairy chest. Oh, man. Yeah, baby. <laughs> man, look at that subtle use of perspective. <laughs> Zack Snyder's a master. Yeah, he Dan Dryberg's supposed to be a little fatter in the comic, I yeah. feel. Yeah. This is Hollywood fat, which would be the best shape I've ever been in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, say it. Say so impotent. <laughs> I need to be literal here. Sorry, I'm thinking about Rorschach. Yeah. My uh, bean juice is still in the can, as it were. <laughs> what if bean juice is like a, a aphrodisiac or like a... 
It just makes you super hard and horny. Yeah. Horny goat weed. Oh, gosh. <laughs> you take that stuff, Zach? No. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. You do? No. Okay, no. no. Okay. I've right. seen it at many a gas station. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Aquaman is sitting at 76% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. 47 fresh. Hey, 15... speaking of Seinfeld. I, I fully expect yeah. Aquaman to be perfectly crumpulent. Yeah. We'll look like idiots, Kramer. He is from Seinfeld. He was on Seinfeld, right? He is. He's, yeah, yeah. He's, he's Mickey from Seinfeld. Okay. We'll look, yeah. They, they, he dates the twins with Kramer, yeah. and yeah. they and it, it works out perfectly because Kramer is Rorschach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And they they want to they wear the they want to wear the same shirts yep. on a date, but they don't. Then they want to switch the shirts, and he says, "No, we'll look like idiots." <laughs> I. Oh, what does he mean by that? I uh, I love the casting here because I 100% believe that Zack Snyder or whoever we're we're watching Seinfeld at like two in the morning, and they said that's my that's my big figure. Yeah, Mickey, there's my big figure. Right here, this part. I thought this is this is a really beautiful sequence. You're just into butts. Well, yeah, I mean, who's who isn't? Yeah. It's the one thing the whole world can agree on. There's almost nothing visually wrong with the film besides just the utter darkness of it. Mm -hmm. But it's just, it somehow manages to miss a lot of the points. Yeah. Yep. Oh, here here we go. Zach, you need a break. I haven't taken one yet, but I'm just like... Just don't want to. I just can't tear myself away. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna take a break. Yeah, wise decision. Hades is what? Hades is horny. Yep. Michael. <laughs> Glad I spared the moisture. <laughs> uh, Zach and I were saying we don't think a lot of this was in the comic. Yeah, I I don't doubt that because um the comic was what at most 2 pages per No, there were some that I think were as many as 4 or 5 pages. Oh, really? Yeah, I could just be misremembering that, but I think so. Okay. Yeah, I don't remember that. But there was a whole like flash this is a, this is the second flashback sequence. I don't know. I, I have to admit, I when I reread Watchmen, I basically glaze over the Black Freighter Same. stuff. Same. 
I'm sure that makes me a uh, cock or something. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's uh. I can't fully appreciate the brilliance of Snyder's uh, movie if I don't get the uh, tangential connection of the Black Freighter cartoon. Let's see. What are some of our other gags that we haven't pulled out yet? Um, one of us hasn't been in the middle of the two of us yet. Okay. Like, yep. You know, um, we haven't made fun of you about alphabetical order yet. Uh huh. It's gonna be hard to do in this one. Yeah. Uh. Any other classic goofs? Um. I haven't mentioned like. Uh... Gabagool or Manicot. That's true. true. Yeah. This uh, this Black Freighter stuff sucks, huh? (laughs) Yeah, it's not it's not good. It's um. I think you were gone, but I was talking with Zach about uh, during the last one or the one before that how. It just doesn't have the same effect as the comic as far as thematic matching theme to the story we're seeing. Right. You know? It just feels out of place. Mm -hmm. Man, I can't imagine watching this as one complete thing either, though. Just like how excruciating that would be. Yeah, that's the the first time I watched it which was the only other time I've watched it. It was separately, and it was a snooze. It it feels like it was done out of obligation, you know? Somehow we've got to include this in the... Then they should have included it under the hood, too. I stand by that. Oh, look, the Warriors showed up. This definitely wasn't in the theatrical release, right? <laughs> I don't remember it. I don't remember a lot of the not top. No, no, I don't believe it was. That haircut would stick with you. Mm-hmm. Subtitles here are Dan breathes heavily. (laughs) (laughs) Like I said, I like that butt. So aside from uh, the aforementioned Ocean Master, has any of the other uh, any of the other cast members? played a superhero in a film? 
Well, you got Jackie Earl, Earl Haley as the the terror in the Tick show on Amazon. Right. You've Jeffrey got Dean Morgan in The Walking Dead. That's not a superhero, but that's a comic adaptation. Right. But he's also he's also Bruce Wayne's dad, of course. He's also right. the Flashpoint Batman. So yeah, he's Flashpoint Batman. Billy Crudup oh. as Harry as uh, Henry Allen. Yeah. Um. Matthew Good plays Green Lantern in Downton Abbey. I didn't tell you that part oh, of okay. it. Okay. Yep. Um. I believe that was in the trailer too. It, it, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. Yep, he had to they had to have something horned up in there for. Uh, uh, Sally Jupiter, uh, Carla Gugino was in the Sin City movies, uh, yes, but the yes. first one, if not the second one as well. Um, and, uh, Moloch was Max Hedrum, yeah. who is a, is a hero in my mind. The superhero of the eighties. Yeah. Yes. Hey, he uh, he broke into that one Chicago public access TV station and swatted his ass with a fly swatter that one time, remember? I do. This is where he takes the little blue pill. Yep. Remember when Bob Dole was in the uh, Viagra ad? Yeah. Yeah. Getting horned up over Britney Spears? Yep. I think that was a Pepsi ad. I think it was too. <laughs> yeah. It was me- It was meant to seem like a Viagra ad, though. Yeah. That was the joke. He no, said that Bob was Dole... in the trailer for sure. Yes. That was in the trailer for sure, yeah. He said, Bob Dole's dick don't work. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I hold his pen. <laughs> Can't hold my pen 15. <laughs> Jesus. How old are we? Uh, we had three and a half hours to fill, okay? Yeah. They can't all be zingers. I, I didn't drink nearly enough. Me either, because it's like a Tuesday night. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is that Jesus? Good Lord, come on, come on. The kid might may as well have said, "Is this a Christ metaphor?" Oh, yeah. I'm in right now. <laughs> that also in the trailers. I feel like also, that was the most like unthreatening explosion I've ever seen. She just like <laughs> walked onto the ship. Yeah, the explosion that blows up uh, Leslie Nielsen in the beginning of Spy Hard is a much better. Uh... Oh, Spy Hard! <laughs> See what really exploded. Was uh, 
Dan's doubt about his sexual prowess. Ah, his libido, you might say. Well, his libido didn't explode. It's back, baby. <laughs> Here we go. When Leonard Cohen wrote this song, this is exactly what he envisioned. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yep. All right, I'm going to mute for a little bit, you guys. <laughs> what Vince would give to be a fly on Archimedes right now. Oh, nothing like three guys sitting together on the <laughs> Just silently watching a sex scene. <laughs> this reminds me of uh, sitting and watching a sex scene with my parents in the room. <laughs> uh, was it this one or was it a different one? No, just like, you know, when you were growing up and like... Just a general... Yeah, no, you... I never put myself in any of those situations. Oh, you've never been in that situation by, like, accident? No. Oh, that's a classic situation. You and your parents are watching a movie you think is family-friendly, then all of a sudden someone takes their top off and it gets gets super awkward. Yeah. And, like, if you're a kid, you don't say a damn word you until it's over. Because... goddamn mouth. <laughs> yeah. No, I think the closest thing I've ever come to that is the um... – the jewelry counter scene in Christmas Vacation to bring that back again. <laughs> oh yeah, yep, yeah. yep. Or what about when he's having the the, the fire? Because oh, there you... the pool. The, whatever he's the having, pool. like the pool yeah. daydream, and she almost you almost see it. It's like side boob. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. So you know what we're talking about. It's the same thing. It's like. I mean, it, that's. I would say that's not the same thing as what we just did, but. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like. But but you're like you're you're sitting there with your parents. You're silent because then once you get through it, you feel like if you didn't say anything, didn't maybe happen. they thought you didn't see it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Somehow you blacked out for five minutes. <laughs> yeah, and that's and we live in America where that's all right. But I could watch Arnold Schwarzenegger gun some asshole down, you know, and like have twenty bullet holes coming out of him, and that was fine, right? It's fine. It's white power bill, guys. Yeah. I am white. Did you notice China white written on the wall behind? Is that what that says? China white. The oh, Here comes some more Rorschach grossness. That was the least gruesome thing in the movie so far. <laughs> Explain to me why this is necessary. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's like Kill Bill level blood. Oh, it's worse. Yeah, I'm... Uh, see... Again, like it's not like I've I wa- don't watch horror movies all the time that have like gruesome violence and stuff in it, but like 
when you think about the tone of Watchmen, it's never that. No. It's never like B movie v- body horror violent yeah. shit, you know? <laughs> I know I didn't design Archimedes, nor have I ever been inside Archimedes, but I feel like if you were to fuck inside Archimedes, you wouldn't be lying around afterwards. It's not the most comfortable place to be uh, spooning post-coitus. Oh, well, I, I, I've been inside it. And it's, oh, you have? Oh. It's actually, yeah, it's pretty comfortable. Okay. You know, it's, it's actually more. It's, it's bigger on the inside than you'd think okay. from looking at it. And... Uh, it's it's comfortable to fuck in too, so Okay, that's good. I'm surprised Zack Snyder didn't have that guy's head explode. <laughs> Did you guys catch that Superman two reference right there? No. no it's uh, not not really. He's he, he said no, that's funny, never disposed of sewage with the toilet before. Oh <laughs> obviously very similar to the classic never seen garbage garbage, eat garbage, garbage before. Right, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Definitely the most efficient way to jump from a yep. moving aircraft. Yep. Guys, we have seventy minutes left of this only. Fuck. Oh man, just one minute away from the nice number. Hey, trainer battles just started in Pokemon Go. You want to get one on right now? Can we do that? I don't know. I think you have to be near somebody. Mm. Did this scene happen in the comic? Does he encounter the doctor during the prison riot? I don't know. See, there's Man, they just can't wait to engage in some violence. <laughs> Mm-hmm. They're all horned up. Good to be nice and relaxed after that uh, exercise on Archimedes. Yeah. I don't know. I usually get sleepy. and. Yeah, exactly. It's all the oxytocin that flows through you afterwards. Thanks, Poindexter. <laughs> Just kidding. I reflexively pushed my glasses further up the bridge of my nose <laughs> when I said that, so. <laughs> this is one this of the is... most boring fight scenes in the movie. It's straight up Power Rangers level. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of there, Mickey. He listened to you, look at that. <laughs> Sometimes when you yell at the screen, they do it do what you tell them to.
Oh boy. This scene is just. Do you think he really had to pee? <laughs> when you gotta go, you gotta go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Night Owl just goes in the suit. Yeah. Oh, Mickey. Oh boy. But it was a compliment. He t- he turns into like a MRA guy. Turns into? Well, he, we, yeah. More specifically, he starts to talk like one. Like a pickup artist guy. Yeah. He, so you're saying he's negging uh Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Right. He does wear a, a, a headpiece to attract attention. Yeah, he does. He's, he wears a fedora. He's peacocking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Rorschach peacocking. It's oh, a good bit. And they do say you should have like a skill you can do at parties to draw, you know, to draw attention to yourself. And Rorschach certainly has a, a gaggle of those. <laughs> Rorschach is mystery. <laughs> Has there ever been a, a bigger mood killer in history than Rorschach? Yeah. Oh, there he is. There's there. Oh. Is, right there. <laughs> wow. He's still got his dingus out. Yeah. Thought he was wearing pants by now. So constricting. <laughs> you know his boys can't swim anymore. Yeah. <laughs> So, remember when Adrian Veidt was in this movie? <laughs> for, for really, like, three scenes. Yeah. I'm kind of bummed they didn't use the, the original Dave Gibbons art for that, too. Oh Yeah. I feel like I know that guy on the left from something. Yeah. This is way like you can tell why this wasn't in the in the movie. Like didn't he write worse. a didn't he write a book or something? Like <laughs> that's 
Or maybe it was. I don't know. Maybe it was. No, I don't think it was. I don't no. think it was, yeah. The dialogue just sounds so contrived. But it also seemed like weird to put it in as the director's cut thing, too. It it really seems like something that would have only been in this version. Uh-huh. Because of the Black Raider stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're probably right. Even though that scene had no Black Raider stuff in it, except for like one panel we saw. It had the comic, which had the comic had like the same art style of the... Mm-hmm. The animated thing. That one top knot uh, guy kind of looked like the Seinfeld. Um, you know the I forget their name, but Bob and something. The guys who are like, why will you not wear the ribbon? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. I can't picture him. I know I know what you're referring to, but I can't picture okay. the guys. All right, hold on. Cedric and Bob. Okay, hold on. He doesn't really he doesn't really look like him at all, but it, <laughs> but it gives me the same vibe of like these street toughs. Sure. They're trying to make Hollis Mason wear the ribbon. I'm going to figure out who that guy is for you. Oh, yeah, this. Was this one in the movie? Oh, man. I'm it... pretty positive it was. Yeah, you're probably right. Top Knot. Here we go. <laughs> Top Knot gang member. I feel like he was the uh, one of the guys was the shrimpy guy from basketball. <laughs> Squeaks. One of them is Captain David Singh from the Flash TV series. Oh, okay. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. You said basketball? Yes. Uh, what, what year was that? I'm he was also... Back. He was also in Sucker Punch and 300. He's basically in every uh, Zack Snyder movie, I guess. It was not the guy from Basketball. No. The pacing of this movie is it's just bad. <laughs> yeah. I basically agree with the people that say it's unfilmable. It's certainly unfilmable as a movie. Yeah. I think in the hands of a certain television God, actor. Shut you the know, fuck up. Oh, God. You can make an argument for something else. Why don't you have him be the third member of the DC3? Should oh, if leave? only we could. <laughs> God. You know, I hear he's a huge Packers fan. I really? <laughs> I hope no. you get to meet I hope you get to meet him one day and he's just a big asshole and it ruins everything for I'm you. I'm just the way things are going, I'm just waiting to hear something awful about him and 
Damon Lindelof, you're canceled. I'm canceling him right now. Can't just preemptively cancel <laughs> someone that we like, Vince. Yeah. <laughs> and apparently Damon Lindelof is friends with Adam Scott, and I want to be their their friend too. Uh yeah. Well, I'm I'm actually sure they're all lovely people, so Yeah. Celebrities are my friends and Well you are Have we already that... missed uh, all along the watchtower. Has that already happened? No, it has not happened. I can't believe how late in the movie that <laughs> happens. <laughs> Isn't in the comic? Isn't that like the first or second issue that they mentioned that? Maybe the, the all along the Watchtower reference. Oh, that's uh, that guy is uh, in uh, Elf. He's the the yeah. guy down in the mail room. Uh, again, everything more violent than it needs to be. Mm. We're just a bunch of prudes that don't get it, you guys. Yep. It sounds like me for sure. Mm-hmm. You don't deserve a second chance. Only corrupt politicians deserve infinite chances in the libertarian world. No matter how cool the gang was, was, would you join a gang that requires you to have a top knot like that? Hell yeah. It's the coolest haircut you can have. See, yeah, like, the movie does a really bad job of trying to sell you that any of these other guys are different from Rorschach. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, look at this. Yeah, look at yeah. This. Yeah, Rorschach, the voice of reason. <laughs> yep. Great uh, ragdoll effects on the penis there. <laughs> yeah. Ragdoll living in a movie. <laughs> Brian, that was a gaming reference. Well, no, it was an Aerosmith reference. Keep your <laughs> shit straight. It's really weird that uh, John Osterman lost touch with, you know, the the soul of humanity and decided to live in a Windows ninety eight screensaver. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the sensible chuckle. <laughs> I would say it's more Windows 2000, but I get what you're saying. Okay, all right. Well, we didn't have time to workshop. We, we don't watch these movies ten times before we record this. Exactly. So. Exactly. 
I'm also impressed that based on our earlier Man of Tights goofs, we didn't make a joke about Lori's mole moving sides. <laughs> I have to say they did a pretty good job of, of getting um, Billy Crudup's face on that CGI without it looking super awkward. Mm-hmm. It more or less works. Yeah. Any weirdness or stiffness feels like totally appropriate, I think. Yeah, yeah. The one thing I find interesting is like the darkness around the eyes, mm-hmm. which in the comic is there are panels or sequences where that's quite prominent because of the shading or whatever. But to see it almost like a domino mask on the actual character, the way he's depicted here is a little weird, but I think it, I think it totally works. I don't think it's, it probably gives the face a little bit more character. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wait a minute. Who's this guy again? I can't remember this character. Trusty Dick, right? Is that all them? Yeah. Trusty Dick. Just trust, honest Dick. Rick Gray. <laughs> Rick, 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 Rick Grayson. I love, <laughs> I love the Futurama version of Nixon. Mm-hmm. Aru, I'm meeting you, hippies. Oh man, this is that scene. The really, really great, just Gibbons art where. Everyone's just doing things in the background, and it looks so good. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Love when characters try to figure out passwords. Yeah. <laughs> Bosco. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it with the theme. <laughs> this password is just like... Titties underscore 69. Something like that. Man, when you think of... Oh, God. I'm sorry, but this is just hilarious. Like, he literally tried this superhero identity. (laughs) I mean, in 1985, computers were still novel. Oh, I know. Like, well, that's just it. Like, this this is a scene where, like, we watch it and we think, like, well... This is the way that regular people think, you know? But it just seems so absurd today. Like, my dad's password would be the name of his business or whatever, you know? (laughs) Ramsey's the best. I how the smartest man in the world would need to uh, look at a book to remember his password. Yeah. It's hard to remember all those passwords. Yeah. The smartest man in the world wouldn't, if his, if he wanted his password to be Ramsey's too, wouldn't have some like super complicated code to get to each letter. Like, right, yeah. 
You know, like the first one is actually seven letters away from R. Or it would be like, you know, you would need to know how to write it in uh, in Latin or something. Uh-huh. Wait, isn't that, uh, what's the salt planet in? Crate? Yeah. Yeah. Crate. There, just think, there are people that think that this is a better movie than Last Jedi, though. Oh, yep. <laughs> None of them are listening this far, though, I'm sure. Probably not. Don't add us. Yeah. This is the first Antarctica scene. Not the last. And uh, my brother is there right now. Hmm. Not in Ozymandias'. He's I was going to say, doing bite shit. Probably. What were you going to say, Zach? Nothing important. Oh. <laughs> Everything you say is important, my friend. Man, when, I think when we talked about Doomsday Clock number eight, I forgot to talk about how cute baby Boobastus is. <laughs> <laughs> Which, again, like... In the sequel to Watchmen, one of the things being... Uh, how adorbs the pet character is is, pre- is like feels like missing the point for John's merchandising. Merchandising. <laughs> okay, who, hey, who I know all those people have perfect. been. I guess maybe they were already dead. Maybe. It's gonna say, shouldn't they all have gotten Doctor Manhattanized? <laughs> yeah. Based on what we know in Doomsday Clock. Well, no, I guess I guess Bubastis got remade because of because uh, of... I can't even remember. I read the issue like two weeks ago, and I don't even remember. <laughs> I feel like all these scenes are probably cut. There was that like initial scene where he yells at him for reading comic book. I feel like there was no more of this kid mm-hmm. in the movie. Yeah. I got to say the, the least realistic thing about this depiction of uh, 80s Manhattan with a superhero pastiche over it is... Uh, that a New Yorker is nice. <laughs> hey. <laughs> this has got to be the last part, right? Maybe. Would, one would think. How much time what, left the movie, Vince? What if the ultimate cut ends with a <laughs> a uh, Black Freighter sequence? How disappointing would that be? Very. Oh, I feel like that would be the most fitting end. Yeah. How much time is left, Vince? 49 minutes. We're motoring. We're going to be done right at 11. I was on Earth the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) You're right. Be mine. Oh, that was a great uh, Gerard Butler. Revenge will be mine. Oh. 
midnight tryst. I feel like it's hard enough to get across the full scope of the Black Freighter story in the little pieces that it's, that are told in the comic. But here, it's like like you can sort of slowly see the madness creep into the main character throughout the comic. But here, this seems like it's a lot harder to get that across. And now, yeah, I don't know. Crazy. I feel like he just feels like a crazy person the entire time. Yeah. And like, and and again, like how that fits in with. Watchmen is a lot less apparent. Right. Oh, brother. Notice her eyes became like Dr. Manhattan's eyes. Yeah. <laughs> um... All right, next year we're going to rewatch this movie in the same room. Okay. And record. <laughs> what would be the drinking game we would create for this movie? Um every time there's an over the top instance of violence, I think. We'd be fucked up so fast. <laughs> Vince, you ran a marathon or a half marathon? A a full marathon, my friend. Is this harder than that? Uh, No. (laughs) When did you run a full marathon? Was that recently? 2013. Okay. Twin Cities. Sounds horrible. I just just barely beat Paul Ryan's time. (laughs) Good for you, though. Thanks. Yeah, I was in the best shape of my life, and it makes me sad to think about right now. So I regret everything I've done since then. (laughs) No, you don't. No, I don't. No. But I do regret this. (laughs) This decision to watch this movie? Yeah. Are we going to do um, Man of Steel, BVS, and, and Justice League next? No, Malikov just did that. Yes, oh, they did. That's right. That's right. I forgot they were doing the... Uh... So this is this is the missing episode of Marvel of Martha Ing at the movies. Okay, yeah. I, yeah, I forgot. I haven't listened to those yet. Dang. That's pretty good. I didn't... You had just told us that they were doing that, and I didn't... I guess I didn't realize the turnaround was going to be that fast. Yeah, they finished up before Aquaman came out. Are oh, they nice. going to go watch Aquaman like they did for Infinity War? I yeah. don't know the answer to that. Oh, man. See, that transition right there, that is pure rockadoodle. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is. The only thing it's missing is, uh, oh, God, who was in that movie? Uh, who was the voice? Tiny Hold Lewis? on. No. Glenn Campbell. <laughs> Really? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh, man. Charles Nelson Riley. What about him? He was in that, too. Oh, was he really? Christopher Plummer. 
Rockadoodle makes me think of um, the one where uh, Rodney Dangerfield is a dog. Rover, Rover Dangerfield? Rover Dangerfield, yeah. I get no respect. The fleas won't even touch me. That's probably a joke that was. I'm sure it movie. is. It writes itself, really. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> Man, Dr. Oh. Manhattan, the beta male, am I right? Right. Can't wait to see Superman kick his ass. I feel like in the comic, Dr. Manhattan is not necessarily likable, but they do a better job explaining his mental state. In the comic? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Didn't we already see this scene? Mm-hmm. But now we're probably going to see, like, more of it. Yeah, this is where you figure out. This is where she figures out, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did your mom, and you're my daughter, is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is just, this is just like, <laughs> do you get it, please? Yeah. Please clap. I yeah. What if she was just crying and like through her tears she said, "My dad killed Hitler. I uh, killed uh, Kennedy." <laughs> you can't break his mind, Palace. Wait, wait, wait! Hang on a second, guys. If the comedian killed Kennedy, is the comedian Ted Cruz's father? <laughs> Are Ted Cruz and Lori brother and sister? <laughs> she got all the looks then. Says you. I don't know. Everybody's hooting and hollering over sexy Ted Cruz beard now. Jesus. God. So we can't live in a world where without someone having one bad take daily. Yeah, yeah. And just the word, like, just... Oh, man. Beyond reasonability. It's also a weird thing to say. 
Smile, sweetie. <laughs> He's basically catcalling her on Mars. Yeah, just everybody. Everybody in this movie, are, they're a bunch of like uh, negging, uh, catcalling, <laughs> pickup artists. It's all sex stuff with these sicko superheroes. Man, you said it. Superhero sex organs. <laughs> <laughs> Excelsior. I tell you, I almost put the first prick in a Marvel comic. But I didn't. I decided against it. So uh, this is what running that steam sounds like, folks. <laughs> I'm just, I like I said, I'm just mesmerized by another Snyder masterpiece. What is that? This huh? is not the movie I'm watching. <laughs> oh, sorry, turned, I, sw- you, I switched you, you to turned, BBS. You turned air into gold, Brian. True. That's what we're trying to do with this movie. Possibly the sexiest thing I've ever heard. You know what? Uh, Zack Snyder and your good friend uh, Rivers Cuomo have in common? What's that? Every time they touch the track, it turns into gold. (laughs) (laughs) He's got the magic in him. Yeah. Hey, look at that smiley. Here you go, Zack. It's your time, yeah. That's, That's the most Forrest Gump part of the entire movie i think is the smiley face on mars yeah, he essentially yeah. wipes his face on a on a towel <laughs> yeah. and gets a smiley face shit he just has to invent shit happens yet yeah, yeah. in the next 40 minutes and then Lori, i am not a human man but i know what love is <laughs> Do you think a single line of Rorschach's dialogue wasn't delivered in a studio afterwards? <laughs> I don't know. It's a sweet parka. Gotta get one of those for sure. Christmas is coming. Does he have like tassels on the the hood of his? I think on the ears he has like fur. That's very cute. It's adorbs. Yeah. It's the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame there. That's that's Jimmy playing live. It is. Yeah. It's it's Jimi Hendrix, Kurt Cobain, and George H. W. playing in a band. <laughs> oh, did you notice that flash? He just he just sent the thing. Oh yeah, yeah, he did. Did you see yeah. Marvin the Martian and Robert Palmer down yeah. there? And it's got to be Rambo somewhere. Mad Max, I believe, uh-huh. is one. Yeah, I think that was on the left there. The nineteen, the nineteen eighty four commercial, or else it was uh, 
1984, the movie. I'm not sure which. The, uh, the oh Nettle, man, the Nettle mask almost looks like Peter Chris from A Kiss with those cat whisper, cat whiskers on it. Yeah, did you, did you just hear uh, Rorschach pull Godwin's law out on uh, on Night Owl there? Check out the big brain on Rorschach. <laughs> uh in the Robinson Golden Age comic I was reading, the weirdest th- – so for the most part, it's fairly recognizable versions of the All-Star Squadron characters. Okay. But Hawkman is in it, and he's completely obsessed with Egyptian iconography to the point where he begins to dress as a pharaoh okay. uh, by the end of the comic. Just reminded me of this yeah. whole get, get up that Vite has going here. So we should probably start talking about the ending soon because we're probably going to have more to say about it that we can fit in the scene where the ending actually happens. Yeah. Do right. you mean just like the change to the ending? Yeah, the, yeah, the change. I mean, it's pretty boring. What do you mean by that? It's less interesting than a giant weird monster thing. See, I don't think it's... a. It is certainly less visually interesting than a giant weird monster thing, but I think that the internal logic in the film sort of makes sense with this. Oh, it makes sense. It's just that... Again, it's one of the things that makes Watchmen special. Of course. I don't I don't hate it, but I I, do, I will just always prefer the weird and unique, you oh, know. Of course. Of course. And, and and I don't care Here's my thing. And maybe I'm naive. I know I'm naive. But it's already a tough sell to get people in the theater to watch okay. a... What? So here, he it, they did confirm that he, like, gave people cancer, okay. but he had been doing it for a really long time. Yeah. Sorry, Vince, what were no. you saying? No, that's okay. Um, I was just saying, like, it's already a tough sell to get people in a theater to watch a two-and-a-half-hour movie or whatever the original cut was of a bunch of comic book superheroes that few people know and nobody really understands. Uh, And to feel like you had to change the ending to make it somehow go down easier. I I don't, I don't think it was necessary. I I think part of it's just pure film ability. Sure. I could see that, but I could also see like, you don't, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you've got you've got it can be done. You've got Godzilla movies. You've got Planet of the Apes movies. You've got Godzilla. 
I mean, Godzilla. Yeah, I mean, I guess even the the like Rory film Tim. landscape in two thousand nine was still a lot different than it is now. I yes, yes, you're you're probably right, Zach. Um, um, even a movie like, uh, you know, Infinity War. I mean, Infinity War is basically the ending of Watchmen. You know, yeah. as far as like special effects go. The whole movie is fucking CGI, right? Mm-hmm. So have I think you, you guys are. Re- yes, I have. Okay. <laughs> so I think there's going to be a there's going to come a time where you guys are right. They're going to remake Watchmen and they're going to do the original ending, and they're going to make it look legitimate. And people are going to think it's weird, but they already think this is weird. You know, they, they don't buy or sell the movie based on the way that it ends. I don't think. I think if they've bought in throwing a giant squid in isn't going to turn anybody off. I I don't believe it, you know? Sure. Ugh. I hate how they changed that line, though. What did he say? I'm not a comic book villain. Oh, yeah. Instead of a, a Republic serial villain. But I, I don't know. You guys talk more about the ending. What? Uh, I really like don't honestly have that much to say about it. Like, it it even though it is kind of like a big change, it's actually like effectively a really small change. Right. Oh, so oh, here we go. What? <laughs> Imagine. Oh my God. Who's the genius that cut this into the detonation of the? <laughs> I mean, I believe that this actually happens in the comic. I believe the last issue does have some Black Freighter in it. Yeah, but is it right again? Is it like right in the middle of? It's definitely not because there the like when that happens in the comic, there's just like pages of like the aftermath, right? Right. The next issue opens and it's like four pages of yeah. tentacles. Yeah. I guess my one sort of defense of the the ending change is that. If the goal is to unite the world, it is easier to do it against the common enemy, and everyone already knows who Doctor Manhattan is. Mm-hmm. So I understand it from that storytelling perspective, but I think it's much less visually interesting. And obviously, there's so much this movie could have done to 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 bolster the. If you want to make it a, sort of a an an us against them thing. There was plenty of time in the movie to do that. I don't think I don't think giving Doctor Manhattan this maniacal plan at the end really not, not sorry, giving Vite this maniacal that maniacal plan at the end really changes all that much. I don't mm-hmm. know. It just seems like it's uh I think because of the general unlikability of almost all the characters in this movie. Aside from Dan and Lori. Yeah. It doesn't matter what the ending is. Who even then in this movie are are less likable than they are in the comic, just right. because the, the 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 weirdly amplified violence surrounding them. Yes. Oh, there's the end. That's how you know. <laughs> It'd be funny if he was like, "Well, that sucked ass." Yeah. It was. Pub- yeah. It was published by DC Comics, though, guys. It you was. know, I think that's like the exact same issue that he's had the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, I can't believe it took him two hours to read a comic. Three hours. 
Oh, oh really... man. He he played Snyder like focus tested the dual name thing all the way back in Watchmen. <laughs> Snap. Adrian Veidt hears that they're both named Bernard and decides not to Just go through this plan. Calls it off, yeah. What symbolism? I like to think that if this movie were made, you know, 10, 15 years earlier, Carl Winslow would have been playing the yep. psychiatrist. Reginald Vell Johnson. What was going to say? <laughs> Put some respect on his name, I know. Yeah. I guess this is the best Kissinger impersonator they could get. <laughs> well, why didn't you throw your talents in the ring? Because I'm not good at impersonating Kissinger. <laughs> and I was 27 at the time? <laughs> they would just have to put 30 pounds of makeup on your face again. Yeah. Like, they could do it. They should have just wheeled in the real Kissinger. Why not? Yeah. What else is he doing? Yeah. Besides advising every ghoul on what yeah. to do in, with foreign policy. So Lori having to puke after traveling every time is like uh, uh, Killer Croc puking all the time in Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly. where he got the inspiration. Yeah, definitely. Well, you know, some some have said that Rob Williams' Suicide Squad is the Watchmen of its day. You know, there have been a lot of people saying that Donny Cates' Venom is the Watchman of our day. (laughs) And I kind of think they're not being ironic when they say it. I don't know. It's hard to tell. Is that a thing? It's a thing. It's a joke, but then it's like gone on much longer than expected. They did a Watchman variant cover for it. Dave Gibbons drew it. I saw that, yeah. Um, That was a joke, though, that I think... Ryan Stegman started before the first issue even came out. Interesting. Yeah, it's not like he just started saying, like, it's better than Watchmen. Trust me. As like just a goofy. He's like a goof goofball online. He is. 
Hey, uh, Laurie, he can catch bullets. <laughs> Newsflash. Is Vite in the comic much more than this? I really don't think so. No, but I think you get it. I think you... It's kind of like you said, Brian. Like you, you, you feel like characters are not gone as long as they are gone for stretches in this movie, mm-hmm. and then Vite suffers because of that. Yeah. Total time in the story, probably not. You get a better, and you know the other, the other thing that gives you a better sense of him and all the characters is the back matter. You know, yeah. a, lot, a lot of the stuff you know about them, you know because you read the under the hood stuff or the interview stuff or the, you know. Do you think when he was talking about small events that someone says that they didn't occur, he was talking about like convergence or maybe like forever evil? Um, which ones do you think he was talking about? Amazon's attack, yeah. Mm-hmm. Guerrilla warfare, yeah. Um, the tenth circle or whatever that one uh, JLA. One in the mid two thousands was the Lightning Saga. Oh, that, that was a good. Oh, one. that was a good one. It was. He's talking about uh, DC Legends or Millennium. You mean the, Will the eighties events? The Will Smith the Willennium. album. Yeah. yeah, right. Yep. Wiki Wiki Wild West. Jim, Jim West. West. Desperado. Oh man! If Watchmen came out in the '90s and Will Smith was in it and it had a a rap, <laughs> oh yeah, to go with it, exactly what would that sound like? Oh man, I don't even know. What would it be called first? What would the What would the title be? It'd well, be called. It'd, it'd be, it'd be, be like, called Watch Out. It would be like Who Watches the Watchmen or something. Will Smith would be Vite, though. He'd be a great Vite. He would, yeah. He's got that like super, uh, super popular, well-known. Everybody knows who he is, and uh, also he's a Scientologist, so that's weird. And but, but who would play Deadshot then, guys? <laughs> um, homeless dad. Uh. He just wants his kids back. 
To go from playing Punisher to Deadshot seems about right for Thomas Jane. <laughs> oh. I can't let you do that. I feel like this interest, this ending, this whole the the finale of this story is much less interesting in film than it is in in the comic. Maybe it's just because I'm familiar with it and I've seen it so many times. But yeah, there isn't I would the agree. same tension among the characters there either. You're right. Yeah. Let's look for Rambo. Where is he? <laughs> that Dr. Ken there in the middle? <laughs> Ken Jeong? Yep. Probably not. What are you eating there, Vincey? Chicken soup. How is it? It's all right. Slurp it up real good. Mmm, brothy. All right, I think we're going to get one last um, big uh, spilling of the guts here. Yeah, probably. Will this be the last gross scene in the movie? As long as there's not another sex scene, if you know what I mean. Why (laughs) did Dr. Manhattan vaporize Eddie Kovacs? Because he was ashamed of the size of his penis. But that's my wife. Oh. But he taught me how to kill innocent bar patrons in gruesome ways. He helped me get my groove back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Dang, that almost looks like a Rorschach blot. What do you see there? Clouds. Beautiful butterfly. Fedora. Fedora. <laughs> 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 uh, I see the question. Oh, man, he's uh, going back to... Dang it, why am I blanking? What's the... Oh, Vince, in Final Fantasy X, when they turn into the little light things and die. Yeah, that's it called... Oh, I don't know what it's called. I know exactly what you mean. It, but... Why am I blanking on that? It's because it's, it's been too long. Right now, he's just playing uh, 
feists I feel it all in my head. I think there was a little bit in Doomsday Clock about how this didn't work in the long term. Yeah, I wish they went more into that. That would actually be kind of interesting. I think it was mostly just like that he like was exposed because of Rorschach's journal, right? Yeah. So it wasn't even necessarily like anything interesting about like, you know, saying something about human nature, not being able to maintain peace. It was mostly just like he got caught. But you would think that like given his prior statement about the world needing a common enemy, he would just become the common enemy. Ooh, that's a good point. That's deep. Uh, yeah. But I feel like you can't have – I feel like a common human enemy can only last so long. You have sure. to have something sure. that's like truly other. When does the new uh... – that's the outer limits. When does the new Twilight Zone uh, reboot mm. happen? Is that I next year? Relatively soon, yeah. Twilight Zone. Produced by uh, Jordan Peele. Yeah. It does not say when. Just sometime in 2019. Filming is expected to last until March 20th, 2019. I honestly, I don't remember what the last scene in this movie is. No, I was just thinking the same thing. Isn't it just them like out at a at the Ganga Diner or at a diner somewhere, and like it's like a sunny day. It's like. I really don't remember. Because doesn't the film end on... I mean, the book end on Christmas? Is that right? Like, don't they call... Don't, don't they go to visit Sally? And they're under I a think, different name? Yeah. Yes, you're right. And then the very last page is the, the journal being passed. Yes, yeah. And it, they say, you know, do, do whatever with this. Or... Yeah. But I don't... I, is, that how this, is that how this ends? I don't really... I think it does end with the journal. Mm. Well, dang. Doomsday clock coming to a theater near you. Yeah. Dan's thinking Minaj right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Stupid sexy night owl. <laughs> Do you think they can only do it in the... Yes, definitely. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. 
she tries to like decorate their bedroom so it looks like Archimedes. <laughs> it's just not the same. He no, can tell. Exactly. He needs the slightly floaty physics of yeah of the airship. He needs her to accidentally come fire every time. <laughs> Yeah, everything turned out okay. Yep. That's supposed to be an electric car? Yeah, remember in the comics they had the those like semi like not really futuristic but like That's fucking uh even dumber <laughs> movie. <laughs> So you think Jack Black wasn't available for this role? Or he just become too popular by the time this film was filmed? <laughs> Forget this Vite stuff. We got to write a kick-ass song. Yeah. <laughs> that was a pretty good Jack Black. Thanks. Crank file. That's what I call my uh, my Your stash of playboys. <laughs> By George R. R. Martin. That's why it took so long for Doomsday Clock to come out. Yeah. Oh, my chemical romance. Yeah. Gerard Way, sing me to sleep. Doom Patrol. Well, because... one of us is one of us is going to sleep anyway. Yeah. You know how sure. much urine review should I have to do tonight before I go to bed? <laughs> um, what I was going to say is yeah, but you probably knew about that, you know. If you follow this, yeah. if you follow the schedule, you would know about it too. Um, I... What I was going to say is because I saw this movie in the theater, I am pretty sure this is the only My Chemical Romance song I've ever heard, or at least ever heard in, in full. That can't be true. I'm pretty Man. sure. You missed out on the incredible Welcome to the Black Parade. You've ne- you've not heard it's not okay. Not that I'm aware of. Oh my goodness! What are you I, doing? I mean, I might have heard it in passing, but I have never like set out you're, to listen to my chemical romance. Never had lunch with Gerard Way. Nope. <laughs> Twenty nineteen listening project. You've never but, watched the music video with Grant Morrison in it. Oh not. man. Yeah, what was that album called again? Um, it was the Fabulous Lives of the, oh no, the dang- Dangerous Lives the of the Fabulous, fabulous Killjoys. Kill yeah, it yeah. did get adapted into a comic. Yeah. Yeah. The um, Fantabulous Emancipation of one, one Harley Quinn. Yeah. Well, uh, we did it. We yeah, I guess we did. Um, we did we gotta, obviously we have to wait for the post credits sequence. Yep. Oh, I already stopped it. What? Look at the yeah. There's a post credits sequence. Yeah, there is. No, there's not. No, there's not. 
It's just Night Owl trying to crank his hog, and he can't do it. <laughs> He's using the crank file. Come on, oh, Archie. Guys, I think the logical thing to do now is just to go straight into Atlas Shrugged. It's on here, too. <laughs> but it's not the Snyder one, right? It's that you're, This is the... Um, it's like the, the low-budget B-ass movie that... Yeah, yeah, I don't know. My chem is 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 pretty good, Brian. I think. See, I, I, I think, think you I, should. I think I just associate them with dipshits. So. <sighs> oh wow! Wow, yeah, way to wow! Shit on like half your writing staff. That's no, great. no. I, what I mean is like, people <laughs> I knew in person that liked them were kind of shitheads. Uh huh. So okay. Gave a chance. I see. Yeah, it's I... on me. I'll admit that. It's on me. Okay. Yeah, but Weezer's good. They're great. You very excited for the Black Album? Oh God, this is going to be so bad. <laughs> As you fair, I, I have not listened to a Weezer album since earlier today. so <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about maybe going to see them in the Pixies. I, I'm uh, going. Want to come to New York and see them with me? Well, I mean, they're going to be in my town in March. so. But if you want to fly me out there... Well, we'll see. There's still like seven minutes of credits left. Are we? Are we? Uh... <laughs> I think we gotta do this all the way through. But if you guys want to get off now, we can. No, I think. Uh... Well, I think one of us probably got off a long time ago. So <laughs> <laughs> like Vince was like, "Hey, this is so awkward, guys, jerking off on the phone, right?" I mean. Yeah. <laughs> What's this song now? I can't. I can't hear it. Oh, first we take Manhattan by um, Leonard Cohen. Oh Cohen. yeah, yep. Again, very subtle. Yes. And now I'm just looking at all the other movies we could be. Uh... <laughs> what's the what's the, what's the worst movie we could uh, reasonably tie into? Watchmen. What's... No, to to the DC three like that could reasonably. Um, has a connection. That's on Amazon Prime. That that Zach is looking at right now. I mean, we could on DC Universe. There's probably lots of shit. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I just think you know our listeners are gonna just be clamoring for more of this. <laughs> more of this dead air. <laughs> We did fine. We did fine. We did do fine. There, there were, you know, like I said, we we haven't watched this. Uh, we didn't watch this ten times in preparation, like no, the mystery science guys. Yeah. Um. But yeah, uh, what's a bad movie? Oh, we watched the um, Shaquille O'Neal Steel. Hmm. Is that on here? It's probably on some streaming service. Kick-Ass is on here. I'm looking this up on Just Watch. Kick-Ass would be a uh, a dreadful viewing. Um, uh, we can stream uh, Steel on Crackle. Ah, of course, uh, the great crackle. Yeah, 
Uh, Jeremy Hatchett would like if we watched Indiana Jones. Uh, no, Transformers, The Last Night. That's the one. He likes those Transformers movies. I saw the first one in the theater and fell asleep during it. <laughs> we could uh, watch. Yeah, there's we, that. We could watch the Keanu Reeves Constantine movie. Yeah, we yeah, that's Yep. That that's on Netflix. Okay. Uh we could watch one of the eighties Swamp Thing movies with Laura Palmer's dad in it. Mmm. Good. Yeah. That is not streaming anywhere though. I can't believe DC Universe couldn't get that. There's got to be some weird rights stuff like oh, Warner sure. Brothers doesn't doesn't own all of that right. or yeah. We could we could watch uh the TV series Justified just cuz it whips ass. <laughs> oh man, we, they we, have Was it Zach? They they have all the uh Rucka JH Williams detective comics on DC Universe right now. Ooh. Nice. We could watch um, Superman three again. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, that would that is yeah that'd be good. We're really just killing times in the end of credits. We're currently looking at the color model artist Sylvia Filkak. Oh, <laughs> she did such a great job. I think we really need to just just very much honor the composers. Sorry, the compositors. Chris Brown, Cheryl Davis, Rob Foster, Devadas George, Chris, Chris Brown worked on this? Yep. That's he's canceled. To be fair, this is a this Leonard Cohen song does does kick some ass. He's canceled too. Well he's dead, so yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Literally canceled. We take Manhattan. Then we take Berlin. Mm, I I usually prefer singers who can sing, is all I'm saying. Is that a knock on me or Leonard Cohen? (laughs) Leonard Cohen. He's got a bad voice. He has a very good voice. Go listen to Tower of Song and shut the fuck up. Wow. Can I do it in two minutes? No, it's a long song. <laughs> mm. It's also a great cover by Nick Cave. You probably dislike him, too. Oh, I like Nick Cave. Listen to Nick Cave's cover of Tower song. It's great. Okay. Who's better, um, Nick Cave or Nick Cage? Uh, Nick what Cage you, is canceled. What do you need them to do? <laughs> if we want good Nick Cage, we could watch Kick-Ass. <laughs> Let's see all the songs in this movie. Unforgettable, the MTV mm-hmm. theme, Times They Are Changing, Night Enough Left Balloons, Sounds of Silence, Ride of the Valkyries, Me and Bobby McGee didn't hear that oh, one. Oh, I didn't even catch that. I'm yeah. the Boogeyman, You're My Thrill by Billy Holiday, some Philip Glass bullshit. Um, I'm kidding, I like Philip Glass. Um, Everyone Wants to Rule the World, I missed that one too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Clyde oh, yeah. Jennings. Yeah. Desolation Row. Yeah. 
The Smiley logo is a property of the Smiley Company. Yeah. I thought it was Forrest Gump. Man, he didn't sign. He didn't like. Uh, they screwed him. Failsafe was even in that movie, Vince. We were talking about that movie. Fail oh yeah. In Watchmen. Look at that. Wow. Again, an on-the-nose reference. Yes. To... There's Rambo, First Blood, yep. the 300 Spartans. Who's the boss? <laughs> Angela. What's my... Jonathan. My <laughs> oh, man. 2009, LV year. I graduated college. Yeah, we're, we're releasing this. This is our first show. It's 2019, so 10 years later. The ten year anniversary. What a what a gala occasion. This will probably be on the, the reason. This will probably be on the ten year anniversary Blu-ray, right? <laughs> Just completely unironically, like the the Snyder Bros get get them to boost us. Yeah. To the status where this this absolute garbage of three and a half hours gets thrown on the Blu-ray. Well, if you made us it, ma- us making crank jokes. Yeah. And... <laughs> if you made it with with us this far, thank you for listening. I don't know why you did it, but thank you for listening. Don't encourage this kind of behavior ever again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I swear to God, if you make us do this again, um, are you guys familiar with the McElroy brothers? Oh yeah, the podcasters. They are currently well, every year on Thanksgiving they watch Paul Blart Malkoff two and <laughs> podcast about it. And they promised to do it until the heat death of the universe. So <laughs> we could just do this for, for the, in the same vein. Sure. Yeah. They're probably going to die first, I would think. But I don't know. They're wealthy. Sure. Well, yeah, that's true. They'll go to Mars. Exactly. They'll get their ass to Mars. I, mean, I don't know if they're that wealthy. I don't know if they're, uh, <laughs> no. you know. Elon Musk Elon wealthy, Musk, no. Yeah. Multiple Elon Musk references, too. Yeah. So just well, so you guys know, next year we'll just do the director's cut. Then we'll just do the theatrical cut. Okay. Then, then just the Black Freighter one year. Yes. Then just the motion comic. And then just Under the Hood. <laughs> oh, man. The Suicide Squad extended cut. Is that on oh. the yeah, rent that. Oh. You can't rent it. You got to buy it. Damn. You haven't seen Suicide Squad yet, have you, Vince? I've not seen that. Oh, that that's the next one. Oh. That's yeah, the that's next the next one. one. You're just going to hurt me real bad. Well, I mean, As the what Joker. are we? Some kind of suicide squad? Damn. Damn, son. Yeah. Yeah, you are. You nailed it. All right. Good job, boys. Yep. Uh, you can follow uh, two of us on Twitter. I'm at Brian Needs a Nap. I'm at Wilker Fox. And yeah. Vince don't, is... Don't look for me. I'm canceled. Well, no, Vince is currently trying to get this included on the on the 10th anniversary Blu-ray. So you can find him outside the Warner Brothers Studios with a sign that says, The podcast is near. <laughs> and uh, just go talk to him there. <laughs> so until You're next... You're pretty good at those, yeah. I'm trying, thank you. Uh, until next time, um, don't spill your human bean juice. <laughs> and uh, Happy New Year, folks. Greater love can no man have than to watch the Watchmen director's cut with his friends. <laughs> <laughs>